This week on the Bamcast, Ho Ho Hogan. Look out, he's got a candy cane. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Episode 206. Podcast. 206. The Christmas episode. The Christmas. The Christmassy Christmas episode. It's a very Christmassy number. Yeah, it's very jolly. Is it yeah. a very special episode? Yes, uh, they all are. They all are. Oh. This week, Ben Chuck yeah. dies. <laughs> I have to go. Yeah. I thought this was just the episode where Chuck becomes a woman. Oh, that one too. Okay. But then he dies. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. <laughs> Not for long, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is, is we go ahead and we watch this other quote unquote bad movie. Sometimes we can remove those quotes. Then we come in here and talk about it for the first half. And the good bad movies, the enjoyable bad movies, they get one five jocks and robot jocks. Hooray! All right. And the bad bad movies, like the one we watched this week, uh, they get one to five bags as in douchebags after Twilight. Boo. Boo. Let's see. Yeah, no, we saw. <laughs> I like. I like how you're trying to color. Like he's already preemptively. Nobody's giving us jocks. Can't happen. So. Remember my promise about the very special episode, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Chuck loves to troll us because I don't know Christmas, something. Yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense. Christmas because Jesus was born. We watched <laughs> <laughs> Santa with muscles from 1996. Santa muscles. It's all your fault, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you got to blame Jesus on this. I one. do. Yeah. Thanks, Jesus, Bama. <laughs> oh no, I just so, staying out of this one. Yeah. So let I don't know plot summary. <laughs> There's one written on here. Yeah, why don't we do that? Yeah, why don't you read that uh, one? Yeah, let's do that. Do it. Come on. An evil millionaire, Hulk Hogan, gets amnesia, and then believes that he is Santa Claus. I'm, I'm done talking now. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. No one could be bothered to write any more about this movie. Than that, that was de- depressingly depressing. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's, it's not, not your fault. No. I mean, yeah, that's all right. So yeah, Hulk Hogan. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Full blown Hulk Hogan mode. Yeah. Hulkamania is running wild on Christmas. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. Uh, should we first note that this is by the director of Cop Dog? Yes, the Bamcast's own director, whoever he is. Cop Dog. <laughs> the director of Cop Dog. Dog Cop. John Murlowski. Yeah. Oh, that Cop Dog. I, every time you were saying that, for some reason, I was hearing like Cop and a Half or something. Not Cop Dog. Cop Dog. Cop yeah, dog. the one we watched. Yes, okay. Cop Dog. Cop Dog. Yeah. Yeah. That was a better movie. Yes. <laughs> In every conceivable way. Yes. Um, <laughs> fuck, I, don't, I, I seriously have no idea what happened in this movie. I have no idea what this movie was about, what it was trying to teach anybody. It what, was trying the, to teach The true us meaning that, of Christmas. Right. Duh. Yeah. Oh. That's all what all Christmas movies are about. Sure. Well, true meanings. If you're a greedy rich person, you can save yourself by getting amnesia and killing Ed Begley Jr. Oh. <laughs> right? Oh. Yeah. Well, since you put it that way, now I get it. Okay. <laughs> so you're on board now. No. All right. <laughs> but I get it. Okay. So why don't we talk about the cast of people okay. who are in oh, this sure. movie? Oh, sure, yeah. Um, Hulk Hogan. Uh, Ed Begley Jr. Uh-huh. uh-huh. We mentioned them. Yeah. Mila Kunis. Yes. Uh, yes. Lil Mila Lil. Kunis. Lil Kunis. Bob. <laughs> Bob. Don, what, whatever his name is. Yeah, Bob Don. Don. Don Stark. Don yeah, Stark. Don is dad. Mm-hmm. The 70 show. Two 70 shows. 
people in, in one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in one in one movie. Yep. Robin Curtis, the other Savick mm-hmm. um, from Star Trek movies and some other things. The other what? Savick. She after Kirstie Alley left, she was the oh, that's right, Vulcan lady in three and four. Right, <laughs> she was the Vulcan lady in three yeah. and four. Yes, yeah, Vulcan okay. chick. Yeah, SNL's Garrett Morris mm-hmm. uh, zombie walking his way through this movie. Yeah, and he seems um, to be having a good time. No, he he was having fun. Sure, he almost got. Scared to death by a truck. Right. And uh, and Clint Howard. Yep. Oh, I forgot. Bamfcast owned Clint Howard. I totally forgot Clint Howard. Of the Wraith. Until you said it. Ed Begley Jr. with Bamfcast owned. Yeah. Of Get Crazy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Playing a villain again. Yeah. He's good at that. We only watch Ed Begley Jr. as villains. Yes. Yeah. And some other people. Wait, who? I'm just saying, there are other people in this movie. There are other warm bodies in the cast. Oh, all right, yeah. Like Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Brutus Beefcake is in it as an Asian. <laughs> oh. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be one of those episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Of, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, here's here's the setup. Oh, please. Of Santa with all Muscles. Right. All right. Hulk Hogan is a jovial prankster? Like, the whole evil millionaire thing is not an apt description, because he's just sort of... He's not even an asshole. He's just he's kind just of a... selfish. He's just a, a rich guy with a lot of people doing his bidding, and he just goes off and does some pranks with them. Like, hey, let's go do paintball and drive around like idiots and... Shoot paintballs at the cops. Yeah. But it's not like... He doesn't seem like he's a terrible guy. It's, no, he I, just wastes a shitload of taxpayer dollars yeah, and sure. probably kills a cop. I, I would still err on the side of evil. Just not he's not malicious about it. No. He's not like evil genius. He's gleefully evil. He's chaotic. He's gleeful. Evil. Yeah, exactly. Let's <laughs> okay. go to the old D right. rules here. All right. Chaotic evil. Yeah. Fair enough. Yes. Or yes. Yeah. Or is he chaotic well, maybe, neutral? He's he kind of chaotic, chaotic neutral. neutral. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Nerd alert. I didn't want to yeah. get letters. Nerd alert. <laughs> Um, excuse no, me, but um, on the periodic table of D&D, he would be this. <laughs> Whereas Ed, Ed Begley Jr. Pure evil. Well, chaotic, lawful chaotic. evil. Unlawful. He has a code. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd say neutral evil because, I mean, okay. like, he's, uh, he is kind of torturing some people too, but he's, he's trying to get people to sell their land. Yeah. This is the evil plot by Ed Begley Jr. Mm-hmm. He is trying to get people to sell their land because he wants the land underneath of it. And, and the orphanage, of course, is the only thing that's left. By the way, I believe that was the same plot in Get Crazy, was that he was trying to get people to sell their land. It was. <laughs> so he could what the build. hell, Ed Begley Jr.? <laughs> I guess if you want a, a tall, goofy guy who needs to buy a bunch of land, you go to Ed Begley so Jr. So the lesson of Ed Begley Jr.'s movie career is, if Ed Begley Jr. wants to buy your land, there's something important there? Yes. Okay. You just need to recognize. Oh, shit. There's okay. something valuable yeah. here. It's time to start digging. We should look around. <laughs> Under your land. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So, yes. The, the orphanage is basically left, but there was something else where he was torturing a guy in his front lawn. And by torturing, I mean kids movie who's hanging him upside down. Yeah. Which I guess was giving him a head rush. Sure. And people were taunting him. Capillaries were bursting, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, eventually they get to straight up torture. Well, they bring out the comic book villains. Yes, because yeah, we're skipping way ahead, though. I mean, that's yeah, uh, a little bit ahead. Whatever. I'm sorry. Well, let's talk more about. <laughs> let's talk more about the the. <laughs> I don't know the the neutral evil Hulk Hogan. Okay. Yeah, he's he's a health nut. He, yeah, he he's a health nut with a whole bunch of like energy drinks yeah, he, and protein powders and yeah. just. That's I guess that's like how a, he made money. Yeah, he's like a fitness guru right. type. At least yeah. that's what's implied. 
And he and he has like an Inspector Clouseau relationship with his help because they attack him. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's all a, yeah, it's all just a time four and a half minutes. That's not good enough. Mm-hmm. But it shows he just that likes he's getting got old. some fighting skills. Yeah, he's got some skills. But yeah, they they the guys do they come at him with uh, like a tire iron and what's they, some of the other stupid stuff that they oh the meat tenderizer. What else? They had not. They couldn't even be bothered to have like a normal rake. They had one of those like ergonomic rakes, so it mm-hmm. looks even stupider when the guy was twirling it around. They mostly just come at him with yelling because yeah. they all yeah. announce their presence like "ha," mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like "ooh." He's making jokes and shit the whole time. He's he's, he's really good natured about what's going on. Where I was like, he's not an evil millionaire. He's just sort of a goofball. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, he's kind of selfish, but this, but this movie is extremely egregious in the using stupid things as weapons, like more than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. Like, like, let's just go out of our way to make the dumbest things possible weapons. I Kids movie. Well, no, 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 no. It was that time period. It was like from TMNT 2 to this, mm-hmm. where it was like, kids weapons. Oh, no. Even bad guys would not use a weapon. They would use T-squares. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that it was just, there was this period where it was like not bad guys wouldn't even use knives or anything remotely. I just it was annoying as shit. At least well, I mean, bad guys <laughs> bad guys are back to having weapons now. But the one yeah. lady had electro blades. Yeah. yeah, electro fingers. Yeah, and and one guy had fart gas. I'm surprised the cop even <laughs> yeah. had a gun. To be honest with you, it was that kind of movie. I mean, yeah, this, when the cops pulled like, out guns at the end, this there, was, I was like, like this, really? I mean, this was like the sanitized walkie talkies in ET That's kind of bullshit. Same thing I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that. Just that kind of shit just annoys annoys me so much. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so yes, they attack them with various kitchen objects and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But and, th- and then like he he gives a, he starts going a speech about how he has these little rules and everybody should be writing them down like the Frankie rules of acquisition. Hey, we're already on the nerd alert. Don't call it out again. And so, but he's up to rule three hundred eighty six. Yes. And yeah. they all have to have them memorized because he starts quizzing them on like what one twenty one is and right. Mm-hmm. They're. And, he, and well, he's, he's gotten 385. He says something yeah. to one of his help. He's like, uh, what would life be without my rules? And one guy goes, fun. fun. <laughs> yeah. To which he gets nudged. and Chaos, sir. Chaos, sir. That's Chaotic right. evil. But he, he, this, is, this is where he reveals his kind of evil nature because they talk about some kind of people coming by for asking for charity. and They want to use his mansion for a charity event. Yeah, and he's just like, I, well, they were loading up the paintball gun. I thought he was going to go out and shoot the people at the door. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But no, but, but yeah, no, he just, just says, just like, "Send them away." We don't yeah, give away. When you yeah. give away stuff, everyone starts expecting something, and yeah, we're not yeah. doing that. So let's go play paintball. Yeah, so let's drive around on bikes, <laughs> dirt bikes, in my in a Hummer, an original and, Hummer. Yeah. yeah, like the three miles a gallon Hummer. Yeah, yeah. the actual yeah. mil t- mil spec one. Mm-hmm. Yep, H two bullshit. They do some stunts. They fuck with Clint Howard, who's the town cop who has no idea how to be a cop. Of course not. He's Clint Howard. Yeah. They put him out there on some on that dirt road to get rid of him, to yeah, get him probably, out yeah. of the out of the way. It's yeah. like somebody somebody's gonna come around <laughs> and kill Clint Howard. So Yeah, but this leads to a car chase where they're trying to you know, a Hulkster, he's wearing he's wearing a pink bandana. And fatigues. Yeah. And just <laughs> Yeah, and and like Desert Storm fatigues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and laughing. Well, this was 1996. Yeah. This is in a pre 1911 society. 1911. <laughs> yes, 911. <laughs> like they didn't have the year or the handgun. <laughs> it's a pre 
1911. Oh, 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 oh I get it. I say that because the only way I respond to 911 is with a 1911. Oh. BJ's been hitting the eggnog tonight. <laughs> God bless America, Eagle Cry. Right. God bless America, Eagle Cry. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, hmm. and, and doesn't he, isn't there a point where Clint Howard actually says, I was in Desert Storm. You can't stop me. He says he, that he in the later yeah. car chase. Yeah, yep. he's okay. like, he just starts shouting. Oh, that's right, because they throw protein powder at yes. him that makes a snowstorm of yes. sorts. And he's like, I was in Desert Storm. I love the movie like this where we're just like, timeline, fuck timeline. It doesn't, it it doesn't matter. Oh, doesn't snow. Matter. No, I know it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I love anyway, like this where it's just like, Anyway, <laughs> yeah, because that chase is almost identical to the one they're currently Yeah, in. they probably filmed both the exact same time. Yeah, but so he, he basically says rule 28, don't get caught and jumps <laughs> yeah. jumps out the fucking car. He's driving the car. Oh, driving the <laughs> car just jumps out. When in doubt, get out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he just bails. Uh-huh. And the passenger's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> he very calmly gets over to the driver's seat yeah. and continues. Yeah. I, but still, I assume because they're in the Hummer, he's yeah. like, eh, "It's not going anywhere." And Hogan and then, does a sweet combat roll out of the car. Yeah. He's just like, "Ha ha." And then there's a mall where all the kids are rioting because Santa still hasn't shown up yet. <laughs> yep. And this is where we're introduced to the dad from uh, '70s show. Mm-hmm who is one of the elf helpers who are all inside just playing cards like, yeah, Santa's not here. Bug it. Elfer. (laughs) Yes, an elfer. That's right, Chuck. Thank you. Good call. Appreciate it. He's homeless. He's a homeless elf. Is he? Apparently. Yeah, he did kind of bum a place to stay. Because he just bonds with (laughs) with Hogan. Yeah, but so those guys are all waiting for Santa. There's like 150 kids outside chanting Santa, Santa. Right. There's a and, bitchy mall manager. Yeah. Where's that Santa? Who offers 50 bucks to whoever can find a Santa. <laughs> to the first elf who can bring me a Santa. Yeah, it's like, why not just throw one of them in a Santa suit? Yeah, really. They, they have it back. They're all full-grown men. In the, yeah. in the mall <laughs> hallway, the, the mall tunnels or whatever they're called. The yeah, back the, the bowels the of the mall. The catacombs yeah. of the mall. Yes. yes. Yeah. The so first of many bowels. And that's where, that's where Hogan ends up running into. Yeah, and he sees the. He knows he has to get rid of his combat fatigues, right. so that he won't get recognized. So he puts on the Santa suit, comes out, and Clint Howard bumps into him, and oh, sorry, Santa, we didn't. Blah, 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 blah. But they see that he's got the fatigues hanging out of his back pocket because yeah, he doesn't want to lose those because they're pretty fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not like he could buy like a bazillion others. Yeah. No, 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 man, you got to get them from combat. <laughs> he had to buy them from That's a right. veteran. <laughs> The only he way. probably punched a veteran and yeah. took them. <laughs> he had to find a giant veteran that would fit his clothes. <laughs> we right. should point out too that this is the brief era where Hogan wore a hairpiece. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He does not have your traditional Hogan. Oh, hair. that's right. Yeah, because th- there was a good like nine month period that he was wearing this hairpiece, and then I think he wore it until he had a match with Roddy Piper, and Roddy Piper ripped it off his head and shoved <laughs> it in his mouth, <laughs> and he never wore it after that. <laughs> so, yeah. The piece uh, of resistance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just snatched it off his head and jumped it in his mouth. Do you think that was rehearsed or not? Oh, it had to have been. Otherwise, Hogan would have beat the living shit out of Piper <laughs> at that moment. But yeah, the, the weird thing is, is that this kid's movie came out right when Hogan became like a bad guy. Yeah. Like Hogan was just super evil bad guy. And then it's like, here, go see my Santa movie. It's like, hmm. I don't Are know. Are you telling me wrestling's not real? We're saying they should have planned better. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. 
the failure of this movie is clearly because of his heel turn. In oh, yeah, that, man. Obviously. <laughs> Everyone that watched it just couldn't see it the same. They're like, oh, nope. No, oh, that guy's a heel. Fuck that guy. I know it. <laughs> He's faking that. Nonsense. All those years, I knew. <laughs> oh, yeah, he. so he ends up having to, he hides in the world's biggest laundry chute or whatever the hell <laughs> that is. Trash chute. Yeah, yeah cr- trash chute. Mm-hmm. But it's like an elevator shaft. It's comically large. Yeah. But he's hanging on he's hanging in, on it while the cops are standing in front of it discussing where he could have gone and mm-hmm. how could they lose a giant Santa. And somebody dumps some trash, hits him in the head, and knocks him down like 20 stories or <laughs> freaking far it is. <laughs> Not that big of a ball. <laughs> first, first, he's just throwing like regular trash. So like styrofoam containers are hitting him and making little comical boing, boing noises. Yeah. And then, like, he's got a concrete Santa statue, and he's just like, oh, oh, oh Santa, throws <laughs> oh, it down there. it was a plastic there. statue. Well, it was, he made it out to be like it was a giant, sure. heavy statue. But yes, that's what cracks him on the head yeah. and triggers, of course, movie amnesia, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we all know that's how that happens. Yep. Knock to the head. Forget who you are. Yeah. So, of course, who's looking for him but Don Stark, a.k.a. Lenny. Lenny the old. Who... who Finds his wallet, realizes, hey, this is Blake, this super rich guy, richest guy in 10 states. And then they just let him improv for about eight, nine minutes of Hours. how great it is that he's got this money and he's going to be rich now because he's got this guy's ATM card and he's just going to, he's got the money and it's going to be great and he's got the money and he's got the <laughs> ATM card and it's going to be great. And five minutes in, I wanted to take Lenny to see the rabbits. I'm sorry. <laughs> It, it was. It's just like not everything this guy's putting out is gold. No. He's director a, guy. His so character is a low rent George Costanza, and that's what he's doing. He's mm-hmm. Costanzaing every scene he's in. He's just yeah, completely overdoing everything. Yeah, that's like a good a, description. Like of a it. George Costanza one man show. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, he's he's just like oh my god, I've I'm so filthy rich now. But then, you know, Hogan gets up. And Hogan he's like, oh. Up, but he doesn't know who he is. Yeah. So, well, you're Santa. Yeah. You're clearly Santa. Look at your outfit. <laughs> Look at what you're wearing. Of course yeah. you're Santa. So they put him in the chair outside, and finally the kids can talk to Santa. And so he's talking to a few of them, and there's an old lady manning it's the, some shelter for the homeless or homeless kids, whatever. Yeah, a giant fishbowl full yeah. of money. Yeah. A fishbowl full of money, but she is flat out asleep snoring in front of it. Yes. And two thugs are like, Tufts. All right. Two thugs, one of them wearing a dare shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ironic, man. Yeah. Oh. They're, so they're hipster thugs. They're, 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 pro, they're proto hipster They needed thugs. the money to support thug. the cause. Oh, okay. 1996 hipster thug. Right. <laughs> and the one tries to take off with this fishbowl underneath his shirt, but the fishbowl like is four, $14 in it. Yeah, but and the thing is approximately like two feet wide. Yeah. Yeah. So he immediately, he's like, oh, this thing's heavy. We've got to get out of here. Drops it. And the little girl's like, what are you doing? And they're like, yeah, we're just helping Santa clean up all this money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, you're not. My mother asked me what I was doing once. <laughs> once. You're not, Santa. <laughs> so. So she just, she just like throws her head back. And she's like, oh. Santa. And Hogan, I don't know why Hogan thinks that. Not only he is Santa, but Santa has these like responsibilities to fight crime. He's got Santa sense. He just stands up and just is like, "Hark, there's trouble!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, Hark, the Herald Angel, <laughs> yeah. and just runs over to confront them. And uh, they're just like, "What are you gonna do, Santa?" Nah, you know. And he's just like, 
says some Santa things and yep. punches them and <laughs> says some Santa <laughs> things. Yeah. Like one of them picks up an elf that had like elf scissors and is threatening Hogan with that, and he's just like no, and throws that guy away. Mm-hmm. And that's when the other one picks up this giant like ceramic candy cane and starts wielding it like a like a sword. Oh yeah. And off camera, just they've ADR'd in some voice that says look out he's got a candy cane <laughs> it's like okay look out, he's got a candy cane <laughs> thank you for that mm-hmm. and santa busts him up busts up the santa set and everyone's just going fucking ape shit they're yeah, just like, like he tosses yeah. the one dude through the door yeah well because he basically gets his picture made with the with the poster right i mean it's yes yeah. those are the two thugs yeah mm-hmm there's your poster shot. Yep. And then everyone like follows him out of the mall. And like one lady's really super excited that he just, well, yeah. Did all well, that. well, he says everyone, you know, it's, this is what happens when you're not good. Yeah. Why don't you all help Santa clean up? Right. And they're all just like, hell yeah. yeah. And <laughs> me- meanwhile, uh, Lenny has tried to use the ATM card, <laughs> not knowing, gee, maybe I need a, you know, a pin number Mm-mm. or, but this is the world's best ATM because you well, he a- banks at bank. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best the bank, but he needs a thumbprint. Yeah. It also talks to you. The bank is so good, it's, it doesn't even have a name. It's just the original bank. Right. Yeah. Bank. One bank mm-hmm. to rule them all. But yeah. yeah. So it, so he can't get the money, so he knows he has to stick with Santa to, to Santa somehow Hogan. get his thumb. Yeah. To get his I thumb need print. Santa's thumb. And how do they... So they leave, they hop on his little moped yeah. and take off. Yeah. How do they end up at the orphanage from here? They dri- They're driving past it. No, they're not even like he. He has gone off for a little bit to go try to get the money, and then came back while Santa was doing interviews and talking to the cops. And he's the one he sees the the sign, and he's just like, "I have to go to the orphanage." Oh, that's I have right. To help yeah. the orphanage. Yeah, yeah he's orphanage. just like, and and then he's like, "What?" And he's like, "We need to go to the orphanage now," and mm-hmm. makes him get on the motorcycle or the scooter. And right. Okay. And, and they they get there, and that's when like the the comic book goofy henchmen are there hassling mm-hmm. the. Whoever, yeah, yeah. The Bigley Junior has lady. like a doctor who's his doctor because he's he's paranoid. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he's Ed Begley Junioring. He's like he yeah. lives in a bubble. Yeah. Because he's afraid of everything and germs and yeah. So he's got that guy who's also evil doctor as well as being an actual doctor. Mm-hmm. And then he wheels out a geologist. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who's Bart Man? The guy you see this guy in commercials all the time. Yeah. I don't that guy. Yeah. I believe his name's Kevin West. Sure. And he, then he, when you see him, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, that guy yeah, from the commercials, guy, yeah. yeah. And then he's got the uh, the chemist, who's like the fart guy. Fart guy. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I love the smell of main thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Electro. It's nature's perfume. Electro lady. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dominatrix looking lady. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. you don't belong in this movie. No. No. They probably wanted to make you sexy, and then everyone was like, nah, this is a yeah. kid's movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and they take the kids' movie as far as it can go because these are the goofiest set of assholes ever. <laughs> but they are torturing the guy eventually. Yeah, in sort a kids' of. movie, kind right. of, kind Ish. of. But yeah, but they, they're they're telling the lady who runs the orphanage, you mm-hmm. know, like, hey, uh, you uh, ready to clear out? She's like, no, never. We're not leaving. And Garrett Morris is like, yeah, fuck no, get out of here. <laughs> and they have three kids. Let's keep this in mind. Yeah. There are three orphans there, three remaining of which orphans. Mila Kunis is one of them. Yeah. And this is a giant, like, mission. Like, used to be a 
church. Yeah. Church. With a Catholic bunch of mission. shit attached to it. Yeah. And, it's yeah. enormous. It's right. on like a hundred acres. You could move these three orphans into a studio apartment and mm-hmm. everyone would be okay. And with the save. money that Ed Begley Jr. is probably paying yeah. you to buy the place. Yeah. But they're like, no, we got to stay here for the kids. Mm-hmm. Which is dumb. <laughs> the kids hate it. <laughs> yeah. Well, two of them are need like four years before they're full grown anyway. So yeah. Mila like, Kunis is only like two years away from yeah. getting her own job. And so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, one well, the freckle kid too. I mean, he's. Yeah, only, well, there's only one little girl yeah. who's actually like a little old girl who's right. like, you probably need taken care of for another eight years. The other two are just, they're pretty close to just yeah. <laughs> hopping a train and being on their own. <laughs> Going on adventures. Yes. <laughs> With homeless Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so. yes. So yes, they threaten for a while and yeah, they tell them to piss off. They go back to their <laughs> ice cream. They, they yeah. ride around yeah. an ice cream truck because, because. I don't know, movie. They... They're like, get us a mode of transportation. Someone showed up with an ice cream truck. And they're like, eh? Yeah. They're like, yeah. Ice cream truck, that's right? Perfect. Get yeah. in there. Well, and, and the guy's name is uh, Frost. Right. Which is mm-hmm. probably where they were trying to make some kind of joke. Oh. Didn't maybe. work. Whatever. Oh. But yes, the bad Frost. guys roll around in a ice cream truck. Yeah. So they're about to drive away, and I don't really understand why, but Garrett Morris runs out in the middle of the street. Yeah, he's just like, you're not getting away. Well, they were dragging away the statue. So? But yeah. I don't know why he was willing to sacrifice his life to stop them from taking a statue. They were taking the statue of St. Orphan. You can't have... St. Orphan. Yes. If if that leaves the grounds, all the orphans die. Oh. <laughs> it's their... Shit, that's, it's, that's serious. a better it justification than they gave. Contains Thank their you. orphan powers. <laughs> oh. None? Yeah. <laughs> no, there hollow. were no nuns involved. No. Yeah. Make those puzzles. So, yeah. so that habit. negates their power to not have a family. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. So anyway. So they're actually doing them a favor trying to negate that power, but Yeah. Okay. They're the heroes. Okay. That's what <laughs> so, I thought. So wait. By virtue if <laughs> if all orphans had this statue, would they all be Batman? Uh, or I I think it takes a very special. Or, 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 to, wait, wait, wait. You or, have to see your parents lost yeah. in order to become Batman. You can't just wake up one day yeah. and just like I don't know what happened to my parents. Someone dropped me here. Yeah, it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> my what parents if, are missing. What if it's the opposite? Maybe this this keeps them from becoming Batman. It could contain them. Yeah. It might give them just enough orphan yeah. power to to carry on to the next day, but to not want to fight crime. Yeah, they had That's that. it. Bruce Wayne should have been poor. Mm-hmm. And sent yeah. to an orphanage. Yeah. See, then he would just wouldn't have given a shit. Yeah. <laughs> and the Joker would run to Gotham. Yeah. And then Bane would have blown everything <laughs> up. <laughs> I see. It's time for a reckoning. But I okay. So uh, Garrett anyway. Morris, Garrett Morris, now standing in front of the ice cream truck. Yeah. Attempting to stop them with his body with his I guess his 70 year old frail yes. man body. he's like one of the Muppets hailing a cab <laughs> <laughs> so he's speed bumping the road he's man. like inches from being hit and yes. all of a sudden the van stops suddenly mm-hmm. everyone's like what and the chain that they had used to drag the statue away Hulk Hogan is now stopped the van and is pulling them backwards as the wheels are still squealing. Yes, while growling. And still in full Santa outfit, by the way. Yes. So. So that happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure does. And I guess Garrett Moore was, was like, all right, my work here is done because mm-hmm. he gets out of the way. And this makes it even more pointless because he's done this. And if he has this strength, I don't know why he didn't just like Xena them the <laughs> fuck out of there or something. But 
he's just like drops the chain and they drive off and he's just like Rrr. yep and that's the end of that Rrr. conflict well, yeah he goes well the one guy is just like see you later santa mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> ah. and they're like everyone's like was that a joke was, yeah what's wrong with him good did, one sir did he just burn me what I, yeah did i so, not get that one yeah i don't understand those turkeys. But then they all take Hulk Hogan in, and the little girl is like, I prayed that Santa would show up. Well, she wrote him a letter in the are. opening credits. Oh, yeah, she did. Yes, the world's longest letter from a child. <laughs> she also has three names. She's yeah. not rich enough for three names. Yeah. yeah. She's either, you either like, have to be like a rich, uh, like aristocrat to have three names or a serial killer. Yeah, serial killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was. If you're an orphan, do you even get a last name? No, Johnny. Or are you just like <laughs> no? It is it, her name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> it's like Game of Thrones. They just give you the like the snow. The yeah, yeah. yeah. Hodor. Yeah, Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Hodor. She Orphan. was Sally Hodor. Orphan. <laughs> Orphan. <laughs> Hodorfin. Garrett Hodor. So, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, I go with that. <laughs> Okay, I'm glad we've established this. Yeah. Sure. We're, we're really redefining the whole orphanage system <laughs> as it should be. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Just put us in well, charge I of this I mean, stuff. When, when you only have three orphans there. I know. It's a waste. Yeah. They but, should have taken the money. Hogan gets there, and he sees that, oh, these kids need help. Mm-hmm. So he's going to stay there, and he's going to be Santa for them. Yeah. And so is the but, elf. Yeah, so is the elf guy, Lenny, because... He needs Santa's thumb. Yeah. And Lenny, apparently, I don't know if we mention this but he owes frost money so sure. frost has been calling him every once in a while to be like dude where's my money this is another this happen this is another aspect of this movie that annoys the piss out of me because it's also to the perspective of kids of like kids think 50 dollars is a lot of money yeah because when she offers the 50 dollars to find the santa he immediately calls back frost he's like I may be able to get you that money after all. Like, yeah. like this is a big deal. And he's like, $50, $50 is going to change everything. It'll solve all my problems. And also, when he got Hulk Hogan's wallet, I, there was, what, maybe 350 bucks in there? Yeah. I think he flipped through 300s and a 50, and he was yeah. like, I'm rich! Oh, my God! I can buy an Xbox and a game! Holy shit! He was. That dude was pumped. Oh, yeah. He was stoked. We had to watch it for eight straight yeah, minutes. I know, but... <laughs> But it's just that kid mentality of like, oh my god, a hundred dollars? You could buy Metropolis. (laughs) (laughs) You're the president. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, uh, Who knows how much money he owes him? Or why or what? (laughs) He's on a very specific payment plan. But they go to bed and they've put Hogan in a monk outfit and the elf in a bunny suit. Because they're that's all they had. Their costumes are ripped and they need to be mended. Mm-hmm. So this is all we have. Put these on. Uh-huh. And Lenny makes merciless fun of Hogan for wearing the monk outfit. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's a And bunny. it's like, you son of a bitch, you look like a furry right now. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Back off of Hogan. <laughs> he could also break you in half. He's a heel, don't you know this? Right. <laughs> so true. But yeah. So the next morning Mila Kunis has retailored Hogan's outfit. Well, she had a part-time job with Kathy Gifford. <laughs> hey, man. The orphanage had to be supporting itself somehow. Yeah, right? they had to get those yeah. snacks that they were eating. So the, mm. the vest Santa thing that you will see on the poster, yeah, that's where that comes from. Yeah, his suit is now form-fitting. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got Santa he's tights Santa muscles. and a Santa vest with the sleeves cut off. Uh-huh, and a utility and belt. He's got huge yeah. black gloves, too. Yes, he yeah. is... Santa the wrestler. Yeah. 
And also at this point, this is where we see the newspaper that has the headline, <laughs> Santa with muscles. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. I love when people put exclamation yeah. points in newspaper headlines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Chuck, that's yeah. how you know it's an important headline. Oh, the town is enamored by this. Dude. Like, I all love the media points. is just like, fuck yeah, Santa with muscles is here. Mm-hmm. All the local media is chasing yeah, him. Yeah, so they're, they're interviewing him on camera. And yeah. But there was there they were having breakfast, and it goes to this slow mo of elf dude seeing Hogan with his thumb on a glass while he's drinking milk, mm-hmm. and it's just this this long super ass, slow motion. Yeah, it's just like okay, he's thinking he's going to get his thumbprint off that glass, but it's not going to work. Oh, it's also playing uh, also whatever. Ric Flair's thing. Yeah, <laughs> two thousand one music. Right. I. Thus spake Zarathustra. Sure. That's Thanks. it. Thank you. Yes, that one. <laughs> the remix. Had to charge up to be able to say mm-hmm. that. Because yeah. I'm drunk. <laughs> what was it? Did you. I think it was Chuck is like, is Ric Flair coming in? Yeah, What's that's happening what I thought. there? I just thought the door would fly open yeah. and other other Woo! WCW stars would start showing up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> no, you're just getting Brutus Beefcake. Yeah. That was. Sorry. Sad. But Can yeah, so, so he. So he immediately. <laughs> He immediately snags the the glass. Yeah, runs to the ATM. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, are we skipping part of it? Because was this the cereal box reveal too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, maybe. but yeah, because he does a twenty minute thing of pouring the cereal all over his breakfast, a la Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and is just like this is the best way to eat it. Sorry, I ate all your cereal. Let me recycle your box and just mm-hmm. fill oh, okay. it up. I, I was just making sure that all of this yeah was, craziness was it's in this one. The breakfast scene. The breakfast scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he runs to the ATM and tries to, and he's like, yes, this is the best day ever. Puts in the ATM card and then scans this glass over the thumbprint thing. And it goes, this is pretty great. I'm sorry. That's your right thumb. Please use your left thumb. And he's like, no, falls down to his knees, crane yeah. shot from the sky. That was a long way to go to never bring that up again. Did they ever bring that up again? No. No, because yeah, no. he immediately gets picked up by the evil henchmen yeah. who are standing behind him. Because mm-hmm. like, okay, they saw him on the news Yeah, yeah. when they were talking with Hogan. And right. they threatened to gas him, and then he's just like, all right, I'll come with you. And yeah. yeah, I don't think they ever really show the scene where he goes to them, no, does he? No, they just take him, and then he's back. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh. It's like, okay. Apparently he got turned. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's healed now. Yeah, so, <laughs> he didn't do anything bad. No, like, he never did. Like right? they're like, thanks no. for letting us in. It's like you blew the fucking door open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did. You knew where they were. You came here and stole our statue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the crux of what Ed Begley Jr. wants to do is there is apparently some kind of weird gem mine <laughs> underneath the orphanage, a vault. Yeah, with a lock and everything, with dead bodies. Yeah, We're, but like the way this is revealed is it's just like we have no money, we have nothing, we don't know why they'd want this place. Like, oh, yeah, there's a vault downstairs where the kids play, like a clubhouse. Yeah. Well, vault. they didn't know how to open it. Doesn't matter. You fucking blast yeah. that. If that's you're a, in that danger, was, that there's was, a vault. <laughs> that was a weird, like, old, strange vault door. They could have just sold the bones. Well, whoever yeah. that was under there probably yeah. was worth something to a museum. Yeah. The I don't remember from the Crusades. They belonged in a museum. <laughs> yeah. It suddenly wound up in California. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know what these these <laughs> tombs were. That was Saint Agnes of Pasadena. <laughs> That's yeah. when, but unwanted orphans turned eighteen. They would put them down in the dungeon. <laughs> I guess, but it, they, the kids each have a number that they've figured out for getting into the vault. Well, because and when Hulkster you turn has the other one, when you, 
first when you turn the the dial it makes a very audible click click when they hit the right number it, it also doesn't look like numbers it looks like weird symbols yeah or something but there's not that many of them but they're it. equating it to numbers like the first number is eight, eight and then it's 24 four, and then it's 16, 16 and they're like we I bet don't the next know the 32. rest probably but hogan's just like I know the code and just goes up to it and just like turns it and just like turns it like voila. twice and it's like click click yeah. well, all right well and did they ever say why he knew it I don't think so it's they do because was, later on he's there yeah Garrett Morris reveals that he grew up there but he didn't but he pass, doesn't even remember that when he gets his memory back yeah I know but he didn't pass down his this orphan is a knowledge movie <laughs> I'm just saying it's it, I, it's not thought out at I, all it's just weird yeah that he would grow up to be an it's evil a millionaire kid's, it's and a not want to go back to the vault and take the gems. It's a kid's <laughs> movie reveal of like, oh, he was there. So obviously he knew, even though you're not supposed to think about it any past, further past that. Like, I mean, <laughs> I can't help it. I know because <laughs> we have brains. Yeah, but, we do. Yeah. So they go in and it's this weird. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> it's this we weird. Really they do. walk into the geode room from uh, the movie, the core. <laughs> basically, <laughs> they're, uh, they're yeah, in the giant fucking shit. geode movie yeah. room. Yeah, they are. And they're like, well, look at the things. And all of a sudden now, besides being a expert tailor, Mila Kunis is also now the nerd girl. Science nerd. I, they, yeah. didn't, they needed more kids to like, you know, make an, a, a this is how Each you make one to be yes. have a own their own task. Watch the Sandlot people. Just copy that from now on. <laughs> Stop copying Air Fucking Bud and bullshit like this. Mm. Take yeah. a good movie and copy it. Anyway, <laughs> so she's just like, oh, it's geothermic down and the crystal things, and that's why the power in the thing. They're apparently piezoelectric quartz crystal. Sure. <laughs> I don't know why I retained this shit, but I can't remember what I had for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, oh, okay. So they're. Picking them, picking them up, and they're like, "Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty crystals." Yeah. Why does he want these? And then one of them drops. Yeah, one. well, he, yeah, like the ginger kid is holding one, and he's just like, and they're like, "Put that down." You know the way that's been. And he drops it at his feet, and it like goes, "Yeah, it explodes." Mini, mini yeah. explosion, A little thing. tiny explosion. And they're like, "Oh shit, let's get out of here." Yeah, and be careful Box where you step. watch. Yeah, yeah, where you walk, and let's get out of here. Right. Yeah. So they're like, "All right, well, I, I guess this is valuable thing under our or power yeah. source for." Ed Begley to <laughs> power his electric cars. Power his yeah. weird obsession. He doesn't have to ride the bike to, to use the washing machine anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> so that that's it. That's that's the whole plot. And then it's the I think the evil guys come back again and fight Hogan one more time. Well the one kid like like they throw the statue's head through the window and then the one kid sneaks off to hear the plan. Yeah, which Hogan hears. And Hogan then, stops him. Is like you can't fight evil with evil, or blah blah blah. And that that's completely pointless because he's like doesn't even really completely hear the plan. No, he yeah. doesn't. He he's, he's just, just gonna kinda, fire a slingshot rock through the. No, window. no, no. I'm saying Hogan like stays behind. The other two leave, and like I mean, it's just it's like a 15 minute sequence of yeah. them sneaking into this compound, stopping the kid, giving a very weak moral of don't fight evil with yeah. evil. Right. And then like, he's like, oh, I'm going to stick around and figure out what's going on. But he never really does. He no. just yeah. kind of leaves. It goes back. And the thing is, these guys keep attacking the orphanage, but not really doing anything. No, they show up and yeah. they're like, like, and so we're here. Yeah. The doctor guy shows up and the little girl starts screaming. And then Hogan ends up fighting him at the top of the tower. Yeah. Yes. Beats the crap out of him with another candy cane. Yeah. With another candy. Watch cane. Out, he's got a candy cane. <laughs> and then somehow there's a motorized Santa why they can afford this bullshit i don't understand yeah. they, they just had it for a while you know back and, when they had money they bought it and like when they had disney dollars back in the yeah. 60s you don't, you don't throw away your christmas decorations no. maybe when, some, i was saying maybe somebody it, donated yeah, somebody why, donated it somebody 
Walt sell Disney it. brought the Hall of President Santa up yeah. to the top. Four of them up yes. to the top of this orphanage. Probably sell them. Why didn't Walt sell Disney them. like Problem take solved. some four kids away? Sell them. I, you the realize their the, her yes. management yes. skills yes. are not sell very good. No, no, she didn't deserve those orphans. No, she didn't. <laughs> not She's not a very one of them. savvy. <laughs> very close. You uh, almost did it. <laughs> but yeah, so in in some convoluted manner, that Santa grabs Hogan by the waist and throws him off of this the top of this building into a garbage truck. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which knocks him out. That's a real shame. Again. It's a movie garbage truck filled with comfy garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he wakes up. But uh, but hard enough garbage for him to hit his head yeah. because he yeah. unamnesias himself as <laughs> kids movies tell you. Right. Mm-hmm. Scooby Doo just hit yourself right on the same spot in the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Memory's back. Right. So he wakes up in his mansion going, man, that was a weird ass dream. And he's <laughs> like, oh God, I smell like garbage and I'm in a Santa suit. Mm-hmm. And his butler's like, yeah, rough yeah. night, huh? Yeah. He wakes up in the Santa suit. He's like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> There's a mask on the pillow. <laughs> Where the hell have I been? <laughs> I'll tell you everything. <laughs> he's, yes, he's, that. He's, that was a roundabout Eyes Wide Shut reference, just in case you were getting <laughs> Yeah, no. We're with you. No. It was obscured. But uh, So he... Then all the bad guys show up to the place and are like, all right. Yeah, we've dispatched your Santa hero. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to dispatch. Oh, that's right. Because he you. tries calling the orphanage. He calls the operators like, "Hey, uh, put me through to the orphanage." And so they do. But the bad guys are waiting by the telephone pole to intercept his call and to play recordings of the chick saying, "Get off my land." Yeah, <laughs> they have recorded all of the conversations yeah. that she said to the mad scientist guy of "Get away from me, you're gross." Right. Stay, yeah. Leave me alone. And just play it for Hogan. Mm-hmm. And Hogan's like, "But what Whoa. did I yeah. do?" Yeah. Sad Hogan. So yeah, yeah, he just gives up. And is just oh yeah, they, sadly eating his cereal. They take over the whole place. Ed Bagley Jr. walks in in, in Doctor Evil's hazmat suit, and like they 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 now run the place. Like which is like if a hostile takeover was your plan all along. Never mind. Why yeah. didn't you start with this? Why didn't you lead with this? They didn't. Wa- he didn't want it. He didn't want to leave his house. He didn't want to have to force them out. He wanted them just to sell. He gave them every chance to make money off these three orphans. Okay, and get themselves well, a nice apartment. Whatever. Now they've got Santa with muscles chasing him. But yeah. now they've they've taken over the place essentially, held everyone hostage. They have told the kids. They've taken the kids down to the mine, <laughs> and said, "Open the thing." And they're like, "But we don't know how to open the thing." <laughs> and they're like, "Well, we have ways of making you talk. Uh-huh. We'll make you work." And they put little. Pith helmet or you know yeah. mining helmets little on their heads and, the, and little tiny Tim Robbins rock hammers in their yeah. hands. <laughs> like, yes. It takes yep. them thirty years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to go through this goddamn mine. Yeah. Their plan is put the orphans to work mining the gems. Take the adults upstairs. Well, they're miners. <laughs> I know, but uh, <laughs> how do they pro- get the door open? They don't. They the, the uh, guy is jackhammering the door open. Yeah, mm-hmm. the geologist. geologist That's why they brought is, the geologist to. He's yeah. using <laughs> to a jackhammer on, yeah. right. on a metal door. Yeah. 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 And this is when Lenny gets to. Let a me phone know how somehow. that works for you. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently worked all right for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lenny gets to a phone somehow and calls Hogan and is like, "They're here." Yeah, Hogan. shit's fucked. Get over here. Get down here. And he's like, "Lenny, all right, brother." All right, little buddy. (laughs) And so he rounds up his troops, and he's got all his guys, and he's like, all right, now we're going to go there and fuck shit up with these people. Well, they tried to attack him while he was sad, and he just wasn't having it. Yeah. The boss loves to hit me. Yeah. (laughs) They're all upset that he won't hit them. Yeah. And so he's like, come on, let's let's go do a mission. Yeah. 
But this is the point where they remember, oh, yeah, we paid Clint Howard money to be here, didn't we? Yeah. So as soon as they're driving off, Clint Howard has been waiting for days <laughs> for the chance to chase that Hummer again. The terrorists. Terrorists. Yes, terrorists. Because one of the guys... It's pre-1911. Yeah. Because one of the guys on the motorcycle ran over the car. And they're like, get your... Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, same car chase. This is the one where he says he was in Desert Storm mm-hmm. and that they can't stop him. And Yeah. Now, okay. Now, keep in mind, at this point, Hogan has been, quote-unquote, evil millionaire. And then he got hit on the head and became Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. And then got hit on the head again and became a mixture of Santa Claus and Evil Millionaire. But for the mm-hmm. most part, he's, I'm going to go rescue the kids because I understand the meaning of being a good guy now. Yeah. However, as soon as they see the cops, they're like, fucking murder those cops. Yeah. Do what you can to kill those cops. They're pouring salad dressing on the road <laughs> to make their tires slip. Six shoes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They're just dumping out the, the weight protein. gain powder. Yeah. And, yeah so... I, it's a weird message here of just <laughs> the cops are the biggest bad guys in this movie, and all they're doing yeah. is, is <laughs> just defending a, the a, speed limit. Yeah, it's a Chuck. film about bureaucracy, how it I know. prevents Chuck. true change I know. from ever happening, no, no. Chuck. I'm saying Chuck D, fuck the police. Well, yes. That's the message here. I know. I know. Yeah. Where do you think? He, I know. Yeah, I know you know. <laughs> I know. I'm just reminding you. I'm just saying this movie's like, save the orphans, fuck the police. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, that's... A good Those are sticker. words to live by. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I should put that on a t-shirt. So Hogan just starts taking people out, like beats the crap out of. It, they, like they they hook up a car battery to the door or something to fry one dude. <laughs> it's such a dumb plan too, because yeah. they knock on the door, and the guy walks over to look out the people, and the chef just pops up with a tray of food out of nowhere. That looks like a good tray. Of food. And the henchman's like. Yeah, all right. I'll open the door. Yeah. <laughs> this happens. Hey, boss ordered lunch. Let him in. And he gets shocked. Yeah, he gets blasted. Yeah. And, uh... I don't know. Yeah, he, they end up... Take, he, they take over the place. Yeah, they yeah. take over the place. It's the dumb. one guy gets thrown in a freezer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They make the gas guy explode because they inflate his suit or something and then chuck him outside and yeah. whatever they do it, it apparently puts all of the gas on him mm-hmm. because uh, for the rest of the movie he stinks yeah. yeah Lenny throws a bucket of water on electric lady and fries yep. her kills that bitch she's dead mm-hmm. guaranteed she should be she's dead oh, oh, she's be. there in the end no she's dead no well then she's moving <laughs> she like is, Bernie well, she she's been them at the end in co-ed prison because <laughs> <laughs> no she's been reanimated okay okay All right. yeah, Ooh, she's moving like Bernie mm-hmm. oh yeah there you go <laughs> yeah so all that's going on finally uh-huh. like in the middle of this yeah. Garrett Morris has just been chilling in the room talking with the other lady yeah they're just all upstairs the kids are like, like hostage like uh, and, and Hogan kicks the door down he's <laughs> yes, like he does He's like, you just had to knock. He could have just opened the door. Yeah. But no, he blasts the door off the hinges. He's like, come on, let's go. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And, and she Garrett takes Morse off is, and he's like, hold on a second. Have a seat. Let's chat. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? <laughs> you don't have time for this. Yeah. But he, t- he basically long enough to tell him, yeah, you your name back then was Lance Thorenbergen or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. He's like, because he's like, you lied to that lady. And he's like, what are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> All right. There's, I hate to keep doing this, but here's a really stupid that where thing where they messed up. Uh-huh. His name was still Blake. It's whatever his name was, Blake Turner, Blake Thorn. Thorn. Okay. Yeah. 
But they said his like original name was like Blake Chazinski or something like right. that. Not even the same first letter, I don't believe, unless they're doing the same. I, I think T it was. A, I think it was a T. It was like Turleski oh, or something. Yeah. Like I, I that. know. I'm pretty. I if it was whatever it More was, like it was Turd a silent T because it was like <laughs> the T was silent. I think. I think yes. But there's a point where he sees the carved initials down in the catacombs, and mm-hmm. it says BT. Yeah. All right. He's just, just like dance music, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's why he. That's why he carved that. I out. think yeah. whatever okay. his his like, dude, not stage was name was, album. yeah, was some sort of Turleski or yeah. I, either way, okay. Tishevsky. Either way, he says, yeah, you grew up and you and Ed Begley Jr. were best friends when you were little. Yeah. So apparently, so, some point along the way, he got amnesia before this time of amnesia. I guess got, the first bout of amnesia made him forget he was an orphan and that he knew Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> and so that amnesia led him to believe he was an evil millionaire. And then he got hit on the head again and became Santa Claus. And then he got hit on the head again and became an amalgam of all of those things. You realize you've thought this through more than the scriptwriters did. Yeah. Well, I wasn't entertained by the movie, so I had to think <laughs> about it as it we was. We had to make our own. Yeah. Movie. I was just like, yeah. How can I so, make this make sense? So this anyway, is the, this is the plot of all the Austin Powers sequels plus Unbreakable <laughs> is what I'm understanding, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's now it. you're getting somewhere. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's deep. So, yeah, he ends up going, it, like, they get down into the mine. Yeah. Ed Begley Jr.'s in there, and he gets, he's like, hey, we need to talk. <laughs> and this is bad, and blah, blah, blah. And Ed Begley Jr.'s like, I, I want the gold. Give me the gold. <laughs> yes. I yes, will fight is. you for the gold. And so he yanks out a crystal and wields it like a sword, mm-hmm. which Hogan does as well. And it's a very clumsy fight. They have a, the, a brief crystal sword fight with yeah. sparky effects. Yeah. And, and then, then the, the room just starts freaking out. Well, they've dropped yeah. one crystal down this bottomless down the cavern. And then they fight around some more and then the room just starts glowing and pulsating mm-hmm. and they're just like, uh, yeah. Cause don't the kids help him or the lady helps him defeat Ed Begley Jr. Cause she yanks out the tube from the back of his helmet thing. Yeah. <laughs> rips his helmet off and he's just yeah. like, oh, my precious skin is exposed to the regular people air. Yeah. It's not green. <laughs> yeah. And so he starts like trying to suck on the how, hose. Yeah. And, that's pretty much how he gets stopped. And yeah. He doesn't want to leave, but Hogan convinces him to leave. Well, he's hanging he's on, like to hanging the, on to the rocks. Yeah, he's just like, no, come on, Ed Begley Jr. he spent the past few years planning this all out. And right. Hulk Hogan has ruined it. Yeah. Because he's Yay. a heel. So they, yeah. they take 10 minutes to run outside. Mm-hmm. And they do run outside. And the orphanage gets poltergeisted. Yeah. Yep. That's it pretty much the, the way to that. That orphanage and then itself. collapses in on itself. Yeah. And, and they're like, huh. And this sucks. <laughs> Clint Howard rolls up in a shell of a. I don't know how they got the frame of this car to go forward. I don't know. Because this is literally like the frame in an engine. Yeah. And I the hope, windshield wipers. I, I hope that they built this thing for something better than this. That uh, car? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, or dismantled that car. It, was a le- it had to have been a leftover smoking the bandit prop. Yeah, I'm just saying because it's like <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's somehow, something like, from one of the Blues rolled. Brothers it, movies. Yeah. It actually ran. Like it, it's a frame, a motor, pedals, a, a steering wheel, and the windshield wipers were going on yeah. nothing, and yeah. then like absolutely nothing else of the car. Yeah, basically. and this is how terrible this movie is. We skipped over the fact that they fired a rocket launcher at his car and blew it up. Yeah, uh, yeah. The cops blew they, up his car with a rocket, rocket launcher. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It happens. That's how poorly they sell the fact that. They shot his car with a rocket launcher yeah, by accident. This movie has a good car explosion in it, and we didn't. <laughs> we, we didn't. We, did, we have we not didn't even, even care. Like this is the first mention of it. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's why he rolls up in a car without a frame. Yeah. And then points the gun at him and tells him all to freeze. And they're like, uh, but they're the sure. bad guys. Yeah. Here's Mr. Frost or, you mm-hmm. know, so the bad guys get arrested. Yeah. Hulk Hogan's still a millionaire. Yeah. And the lady goes, I don't know what we're going to do with these orphans. Burn them. Yeah. Sell them. Yeah. Make and them and he does, he's not like, well, they can just come live with me. No. He's like, I think I have an idea. And Cut you, to. You kind of think you know what his idea is, which is they can all come live with me because yeah. they cut to just a big mansion and they're all running around the grounds and there's like suddenly 20 more orphans because, you know, they just sort of like, they're like stray cats. Mm-hmm. They all. Oh, they together. bought some. Hogan bought them some some orphan some, friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you just have the three of them, they it's not enough. They need ones to play with. Right. Otherwise, you got to entertain yeah. them all day. Yeah. Right. You, you got to catch them all. Yeah. yeah. You so got to have some older orphans to take care of the younger yeah. ones. Well, I mean, blah, you know, blah, blah. Hogan just some became to run a, the plows. A, a crazy orphan lady. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, just one thing I don't like. He's got sweaters with orphans. And <laughs> okay. I don't like this. Garrett Morris is now apparently the groundskeeper. Yeah. Racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They take the one black man in the movie and they're like, all right, yeah. Come work for me. Yeah, here. We're going to put you on the mansion, but. Um, or yeah. maybe he just really you know enjoyed riding it. that lawnmower because it didn't look like the lawn no. needed mowing. No, I would no, like to have a lawn like that mode. always needs mowing. Yeah. Maybe he was just like using it as mode of conveyance. He was just yeah. like, I always wanted a riding mower, and now I got one. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It just so that you're saying that's like his hover round. Yes, it could have been. That'd be a sweet hover round. Maybe he was, maybe that was a like special shit. game. A deadly hover round. <laughs> yes. Yeah, maybe that was just a special game of like, like, yeah. like run over the orphans with the yeah. lawnmower. Yeah. He's like, I've been doing this shit for sixty years. <laughs> Fuck this. Fuck these orphans. No I'm killing them all. This is an orphan when they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> Santa with muscles too. The search for the lost orphans. Uh, but yeah, close so, cut. But yeah, they're all living on Ed Begley's mansion. Yeah, that's now. basically. But what happens because, like, whenever you see Ed Begley's mansion, he has like these these Topiaries. shrubberies yeah. that are covered in plastic because everything in his house is protected. But mm-hmm. when the kids are all running around, it's that house. It's not Hulk Hogan's house. Yeah. So they've just stolen Ed Begley Jr.'s house. Yep. And they're looking, spoils of war. They won, so they get and the house. And they're looking through a telescope it's like a marriage. at them working. Like wearing war. old school prison <laughs> yeah. striped outfits, Same thing. you know, working a chain gang just or busting something. rocks. Yeah. Within and laughing sight at of them. the. Yeah. They're the biggest batch of sore winners <laughs> I've ever seen. They're like, ha ha, look at that guy. He's like- in there for life. He's never getting out. I bet he gets raped every night. Ha <laughs> ha. I like the fake that it's like, it's, it's really the revenge best served cold because, like, they're eventually maybe going to get out because what they did really wasn't that bad. Not really. Yeah. And now he's yeah. going to come back to his house and orphans are going to have like just shit everywhere. Yeah, there's just orphan <laughs> filth and everywhere. Then, like, he's never going to be able to get yeah. clean. You just have to bust out all yeah. the windows. Just like that. Just, fucker just out orphan, orphan leakage everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get that like surf pro to come scrub all the orphan out. Uh, you got orphan graffiti oh, sorry, all over dude, the place. We do not do orphan. <laughs> <laughs> you got to call the orphan man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. The orphan man. Bang. All right, and then the so, credits roll. <laughs> yeah, credits roll, and we need to rate this. Okay. Okay. Stargrove. <laughs> Fuck you, Chuck. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to take that on to you. <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. There will not be a no. Stargrove. <laughs> the, 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 the only the only thing about the, the music in this is like there is one point where. This movie had broken my brain so much that there's a there's a music cue when he's gearing up with his chef and his butler and everything to go take back the orphanage. Mm-hmm. I swear it it might as well be Hogan's Heroes, but I didn't even think about the fact that 
Hogan's yeah. heroes. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think they were that clever. It just sort of was like I'm just saying, but it was very, it was very fucking close yeah. to the Hogan's hero music. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Anyway, no, no, no. Stargrove. I know. May God have mercy on its soul. No, nope. H- Hogan sang at one point. He sang Angel, Angel Baby with that kid. Oh, God. In a church. I was trying to forget Stop. that. Thank you. <laughs> no. Stop. Stop talking now. Okay. Unless Four it's, bags. Unless it's great. Okay. Four bags. <laughs> All right, sir. <laughs> we, we, have, words. we have not even talked about the annoying little girl and how child actor annoying Mila she Kunis? is. No, the little blonde one who <laughs> gets the majority of you the know, lines. I didn't think she was actually that annoying for like that age child actor. Well, yeah, I didn't either. Well, I agree to disagree. I, I said it at a certain point. <laughs> that girl was perfect wrong. to be in a commercial because mm-hmm. for 20 seconds, she'd be adorable. Yeah. And then like any longer than that, it's just like, I'm still talking <laughs> like this. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sell me some cereal and then get the fuck off the screen. <laughs> You should start yeah. an agency. Yeah, but there's just <laughs> big plaque on the wall. <laughs> there's so little redeeming about this, and it's we weren't even having fun making fun of it, and that that's the problem. Is is there were a couple things we laughed at, which is why it saves it. Is the guys wielding the candy canes like weapons, and and someone <laughs> yeah. yelling that right. oh my God, he's got a cane. <laughs> you know, there's just there's some of that stupidness which saves it from five bags, but otherwise it's. It's terrible. It it deserves its spot on the bottom hundred movies because it is so like it's so amateurishly made too, and and it feels like it has like a forty five dollar budget. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Garbage. Only forty five dollars. Yeah. Had to pay 50. Hogan. Ah yes. Yeah. They paid him. Paid him in American flags. <laughs> All right, Chuck, you're going <laughs> and next. Hair pieces. I'm going next. Yeah, you're going next. I don't like this. Like you cleaning up and like it's five jocks. I loved it. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> Fucking go next. Yeah, say all the nice things about it so we can go back to shitting on it. <laughs> Fine, two bags. That is a really nice thing to say about this movie. <laughs> it's, it's not a good movie. It is absolutely not a good movie. It is not absurdly offensive to me. I, it never made me angry. I. It didn't have... Mo- there was like a moment where they tried to do a sped up gag at one point during like the initial fight scene when he was first Santa, but it never really... It never did any kind of over-the-top kids movie kind of bullshit where it's just like... Just I know kids like that, but any other person doesn't just it never did that to me. So while it is slow and there's not a lot to make fun of or enjoy. uh, Yeah, I didn't like it, but I didn't just (laughs) want to rip it to shreds either. So two bags. I think two bags is fair. Right. There wasn't enough to to get much joy out of. It's a it's a three bags movie. It's a very solid three bags. I don't hate it as much as Mackie. You but, don't like it as much as me. <laughs> and I don't like it as much as you do. Okay. So. Okay. That sounds like the proper Trace rating, man. Trace Okay. I have to give this f- four bags. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's close. Um, You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. With it. <laughs> no, the, the things that save this from being a complete five bagger, and it's not much, is like it, it had an explosion. We forgot <laughs> about it, but it was there. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it had an honest-to-God explosion. It did, yeah. It wasn't yeah. a CG explosion, and that that's thats really all I can give it credit for. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. No. Was... Hey, man. Yeah? You know. It's your life, man. <laughs> but yeah, it... it uh, no, not a good movie. This isn't even fun on an ironic level, sadly. Because no. no. that's really what we were hoping for with this one, but it's not. Yeah, he just... He, 
he doesn't go enough crazy over the top when he's avenging the orphans or anything like that. It's just kind of like you keep waiting. Like at the very beginning when he's beating up his his chefs and stuff, he's like doing little one-liners and things. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those movies, is it? But then that stops immediately. He never does it again. The writers ran out of one-liners to use. Yeah. So it just gives me so mad to think that the rocks agent at one point watches and like, you need to be doing this sort of stuff guy. It's what the kids want. Fuck that guy. (laughs) I know. Fuck this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Let's take a break. Shall we? Okay. All right, welcome back. Hey, hey guest. Hey, hey. It's half number two, isn't it? It is. Sure, why not? Cool. It feels like it. I like second half. Yeah, it's a good half. Yeah, it's pretty good. It seems to work out pretty well. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, I heard some of you guys paid an exorbitant amount of money. Hey, to see a movie that's not out yet. Hey, define exorbitant. Oh, thirty-three dollars. Thirty-three dollars. Hey. Come on, hey. that's. That's hardly exorbitant. You did get digital tchotchkes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got digital tchotchkes? Digital. Yeah. Digital. We what got kind physical of, ones, too. What kind well, of, yeah, sure. All right. Well, tell us what okay, the movie was. We, we went to see, Chuck and I went to see last night, we went to see Anchorman 2. Mm-hmm. On the super ticket early premiere, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that yeah. thing. Super ticket premiere. How was it? What did you think of well, let's, Anchorman 2? Well, let's talk about the super ticket thing. Let, let's break it down so that right. it's like it's not, you know, take care of the elephant in the room here. Mm-hmm. $33. It gets you into the movie a couple days early, it's I suppose. Better. Two days early. Okay, um, so you have $23 left. Um, it gives you $5 in concession credit. Mm-hmm. Okay, 18 Again, not costing them anything. Yep. We got some poster things, but that would have been at pretty much any premiere. Yes. Okay. Um, Still at 18 Yeah. Uh, we got a digital copy of Anchorman 2 when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Okay. In HD. Yeah. Uh, through, That's pretty good. Through, it's, the, it's through the ultraviolet service, which I was always like, fuck you, ultraviolet. But Mackie tells me you can link that to Voodoo. Yeah. Yep. So it, you can it, actually they've gotten make, much better now. So you can actually Once make, I realized you could do that, I was suddenly like, oh, yeah. crap. So you link it to Voodoo, codes? and then you can watch it on watch it anywhere. player okay, things. Okay, cool. Like when you load any Voodoo app, it's like, here's your library, and yep. it just tells yep. you all the things in your. Okay, so, and we also, get, is, we also is, get it like a several months or like a few weeks early before it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah, it'll be one of those. It's on digital three weeks before it's on DVD. Okay, like, so that's yeah. worth like 10, 15 bucks? Yeah, sure, maybe. Yeah, sure. And then we also got a, a, a ultraviolet copy of the Wake Up Ron Burgundy, the bonus feature movie of the first one. Yeah. Okay, so I, that's that's worth it if you're an Anchorman it's fan. Something. It's something. I already have that. Anchor I have fan. a crazy yeah. Blu-ray. So, so but, with yeah. all that said. Yeah. Yes. What did you think of Anchorman 2? The legend continues. Uh, I would say as a movie that's gone this long without a sequel, mm-hmm. um, not as long as some other movies have gone without sequels, but almost ten years. Yeah, as a movie that's gone kind of almost too long, where they're like, really a sequel now? Kind of thing. People are thinking mm-hmm. it had a lot to live up to, and I think, I think it did what it needed to do in in, in the right ways. Like it it paid homage to the original movie without going overboard. But, okay. And then also kind of did its own things. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it wasn't that kind of sequel where it was like, oh, let's just recycle all the same jokes. Right. There were some callbacks. It wasn't the hangover, too. Yeah, there were callbacks, but there weren't like, this is the exact same thing you heard before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I, it 
my my jaw hurt from laughing by the time it was over, so that's a good sign. Yeah. Of our comedy. <laughs> I mean, there's, it's funny to me because there's a couple of... Um, I know this is really stupid, but the movie is supposed to take place in 1980, and there's a couple of anachronistic things in this movie where yeah. it's like, they did a really good job in the first one of like, this is in the 70s, and, and everything makes sense, but like, there's several very glo- glaring anachronistic things in this movie. Oh, there's a Ghostbusters reference, yeah, and it's like, no. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. There, there's a couple of really obvious ones. Like, in the mm-hmm. 70s one, you're just sort of like, Okay, you can nitpick. That was early 75. This takes place yeah. in late 75. Uh, but the, the, there are things in here. It's like, no, that was 12 years later. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's just I mean, Th- that's just a little thing. I mean, I, I get what you're saying on that. The, it, it's just like a couple of them happened. I was like, that's funny. But also my brain, my logical brain goes, yeah. no. Yeah. Can't, no. Mm. Yeah. I, it, for me, I would say 95% of the jokes in this movie work. Like had me laughing out loud at the movie. There are a few where it's just like, uh, and there's a couple scenes where it's just like, this scene could have just gone away. Mm-hmm. Didn't need this. Uh, it is long. It is a two-hour movie. That is kind of too long for a comedy. Well, Judd Apatow is involved in some capacity, so yeah. of course it's going to run too long. Yeah, but it... it, <laughs> it my, my only complaint with it is like, they obviously beefed up the Steve Carell brick character i think too much like brick works in small doses but i think it's like dude has a couple of emmys <laughs> he's kind of maybe the biggest star in the movie now i think they kind of knew on paper you know what the pop culture trends were with that character and it was like if we just have him in the background people are going to be pissed i know but i think like they i think he only works when he's being dumb in the background yeah. not like they kind of make him the second tier character he pretty much is the second main character because i mean he gets the yeah. whole love story i mean they've they've already said it, shown it in the trailers he gets the whole love story thing with Kristen wig yay big fan of Kristen wig um but yeah you know it's i don't know it's just like it's too much for that character i think it's just kind of it's kind of strange how much wink at the camera they give him yeah and it's like i i know on paper why because out of everybody he's since then has gone on to be the bigger star yeah or done the most high profile mm-hmm. things with mm-hmm. the office yeah. and everything, but I don't know. It just, it seemed weird. Yeah. I, the thing about it to me that was odd is that they almost, I mean, like you think about his body of work on film and stuff. They let him in this movie almost go primal where it's just go out there and just open your mouth and whatever happens is going to be what we keep because I mean, there are just moments where it's just <laughs> him running around the room screaming Mm-hmm. That's literally the entire scene is just that's the joke is brick is running around screaming. Yeah. I mean, does it have that? Everything was improvised feel. Uh, yeah, heavily. Yeah. Like, like the, scenes don't exactly flow properly because you can tell they just cut out the best joke and plopped it in. And then you're sort of piecing the rest of the mm-hmm. story of the scene together as it goes. It, it does feel a lot more improvised than the first one did. Okay. So I know I'm not a big fan for of that better or for worse. Yeah. Uh, but if you know that going in, they're using a lot of the good, st- like whatever the good jokes were that came out during the improvising, it's pretty good. And we were talking about it afterwards. Like, first of all, how much stuff that's in the trailer that's not in the movie at all. Well, the first one was like that too. Yeah. Uh, not, and then also on the same, uh, you know, just on the same path of that is that there are scenes where you know there's a line coming because it's in the trailer, but they've made it worse. Like not, more unfunny but they've they've made the line more offensive yes okay yeah 
there's I'm fine with that. one or two moments of that specifically where I was just like, oh, it's this scene. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. 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 I, it, goes, it goes in absolutely insane places by the end. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely... It's definitely a movie where they were, I think at a certain point they hit a certain point in filming the movie and they were like, wait a second, we have like a lot larger budget on this one than we did yeah. the first one. Let's spend it. Yeah. <laughs> there, like, there is one point in particular in a big scene where the movie becomes a moment, uh, an event where I said, what the hell is happening in this movie? It goes off the cliff at one point where it's just like, what's the craziest thing that could happen right now? Do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like... <laughs> okay whatever and this is way late in the movie too it's like there's been so much chaos before that where it's just like yeah okay fine I'm, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be very curious I, I assume what we saw is 100% the theatrical version I don't think this close to it they'd be messing with it no, in no, any no. way that, shape or form more, yeah. um, we did get a little intro thing which I'm sure will not be on any other no. presentation and maybe on the blu-ray I would hope it was pretty funny actually Yeah, <laughs> for, for an intro thing it was just yeah, it was, it was the three of them at the desk, like, you know, thanks for coming to the Super Ticket premiere, and, you know, be sure to tell everyone to go see it this week, or else bad things will happen, and then he's like, no, probably not, nothing. Yeah, no, actually, they probably don't have to see it at all. Yeah, no, all just, time. they don't, you know, they don't have to see it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, right away, yeah. it's, it's, you and, know, and it's, I'll save you, I mean, it's, with it a long movie, I'll save you, wait for, if you watch it again on TV before you stay through the credits. It was a really dumb after the credits thing. Yeah, they, they let they let me down in particular with these credits. Cause you know, the last movie was like outtakes, outtakes, outtakes the whole time. Mm-hmm. This is just like credits start rolling. You're like, okay, they're going to start playing something. Cause you know, they've got 49 hours of, of footage they can show mm-hmm. us. No, it's just one brief thing after the entire credit sequence. And it's not worth waiting for. No, it's kind of, it's cute, but it's not like I needed to sit there for yeah. six minutes to get to mm-hmm. it. So no, just, right. that's our pro tips, but still yeah. go see the movie. Oh yeah. God, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're an right. anchorman, I mean, if you hate anchorman or hate Wolf or whatever, you, it, it's not going to win you over because no, it's no. more, it's anchorman. more of the same. Yes. Okay. So do you expect to see more of these goofy $33 premieres? I don't think this was the first one. I just, this was the first one that ever came along that we were like, it's the first one that I'm aware of, but it's yeah, a relatively brand new thing. And I really honestly think all they're doing is selling the, the premiere tickets instead of just giving those things away. Yeah. I think they're just holding the premiere and saying, Hey, let's charge a premium and, and see what happens. Right. For, well, for big movies like yeah. this. I, some people were there for free. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You could tell. I mean, the, the theater was far too full for everyone to have paid that much. And I heard somebody when I was in concession line talking about like, yeah, free movie. Woo, uh, yeah. I'll go see everything. Yeah, so there were probably some contest winners there and stuff yeah. like that. Something like that. But yeah, but do you think this will? Do you think there will be more? Oh, absolutely. It, it'll fail eventually. I mean, I don't know. They, they, look, they have to. They have to promise you more. I mean, people are going to start doing the math and be like, uh, you know, it, and it's also going to be earlier. Like, I mean, if it was more than two days, I think you could like go see the movie a month early or something like that. Maybe yeah. people would be like, "Fuck yeah, thirty three dollars! I can't wait to see Godzilla." Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. it 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 sounds like it's a. Like when you when you Chuck texted me, I was like, uh, no, 
Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah. I'm not going to pay $33 to see Anchorman Well, that was, two, that was like, my reaction when I saw it online. I was like, oh, I yeah. can see this two days earlier for $30, $33? That's dumb. Yeah. Let me ask the guys if they want to go. And then you were like, yeah, I'll go. And I was like... Dude, you hit me at the wrong point. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm all about YOLO these days. I'm sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, man. I just like... If you were looking for a negative Nelly... I'm I really wasn't. I was just sort of like, hey, guys, check out this cr- dumb, crazy thing. Who's in with me, huh? Yeah. And you were like, yeah, fuck yeah. And I'm like... All right, then, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, you also did not explain any of the extras or anything with that. It, 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 $33 was really the, the main selling point. Yeah. Either you were in for that yeah. or not. So I asked, and you seemed unwilling to confirm any of that with me. I was I'm like, like, dude, $33, Anchorman. why is it $33? And you're like, it's Anchorman. <laughs> I was like, you're missing the whole why part. Like, I really you, don't know. No. I still really don't understand this whole thing. So they can make money. Yeah. Make more money. I mean, really, between the two of us, they sold six tickets, basically. Yeah. So, you know, they had a theater full of people who paid three times the normal going rate. That's the biggest problem is I was thinking about this. And, like, when you give away stuff like that, what do you do with couples? Are a couple going to be like, yeah, we need two copies of that movie. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, I'm just saying. They should have a list of stuff you choose from. Exactly. Like a, like a list of six things and you pick two from the list. Yeah, I mean, you just have to do something different. You can't necessarily just give away a copy of a movie because that's like single tickets only. Because yeah. that means nothing to me. We'll, we're not don't need our own copies. Yeah, whatever. Hmm. Well, you could give that away to somebody else that you know sure, is a sure. fan yeah. of it or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's just, a, it's just, it's a very odd thing that has suddenly popped up. And uh, now, was it the theater the- that was selling the tickets, or did you buy them somewhere else? No, this was a AMC promotion that. 39 AMC markets were doing. Okay, so it was the theater. Yeah, but we bought them through Fandango, so... Well, that's their thing now. They drop movietickets.com. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know that. So, yeah, Fandango absorbed everything, I believe. They know they can probably make some money off of... Diehards. Whenever they can make money, they're going to do it. Yeah. Because and if and no one showed up, they wouldn't do it again. At least you got something for it. That's my thing, is it's like, if you're going to pay $33, it better not just be... All right, you get in early. Yeah. And maybe we'll give you some popcorn. And, and I mean, here's the ultimate thing with this is that I, going into this season, we're about to get into a family and holidays and bullshit. I, th- this was my only chance. I wasn't going to be able to see Anchorman before the end mm-hmm. of the year. So it was like, I'm going to do this. So yeah. it was it was my one shot. Yep. And I don't regret it. I thought the movie was very funny. Very, yeah. very funny. It is not Anchorman funny, but it is funnier than a ton of other movies. Well, Fair enough. Well, Works for so. me. Mm-hmm. So, why don't you talk about another movie from this year mm. that you both you and Harlow again have seen? Yeah, yeah. We um, we we went on a, a terror a, a little while back about Olympus has fallen, mm-hmm. and the counterpart to that, the same plot, different people, uh, was White House Down. Yes, and I compli- completely forgotten that among all the action movies I was watching last weekend, I watched that too. Mm-hmm. Slip right over my head i was like yeah oh yeah that happened because you were talking about it on twitter i'm yeah. like i saw white house Sound. i was like oh shit yeah i did too yeah why didn't i talk about that because it's instantly forgettable yeah it's not good it's not very good i've heard a lot of people that like it um channing tatum continues to be fun yeah i i still enjoy watching Chan- channing tatum in movies despite everything i thought when i first saw him um, he is a likable guy in the same vein, sort of like early Brad Pitt was, where it's like, okay, he's not just a pretty boy. He's actually got talent and is entertaining when he speaks. But the movie doesn't do any favors because 
It introduces a bunch of bullshit that Olympus has fallen didn't do. White House Down very from very much from the beginning is like we're off to make a PG thirteen movie. There's a little girl in it, Jenny Tatum's little girl. She's going to be in peril. So here's another motivation kind of thing. That that sort of thing, and, and it just like introduces this whole vibe of like I don't need to know that. I think the fact that the White House is being attacked is enough motivation for anybody to do anything. You don't need this extra yeah. bit of motivation, this personal motivation. That's mm-hmm. that's dumb. Yeah. Um, but my my biggest problem with the movie is I I don't understand why someone told Jamie Foxx t- to be Michael Jackson. I, it, it's bizarre. Like, I don't, I mean, like, this guy's supposed to be the president, and he talks kind of like this. He's a nerd. They made him a they nerd. Made, they made him, like, a really weird, soft-spoken nerd. He's a and, he's a political nerd, is what he is. He's, yeah. he's, like, he has this romantic love for the history of politics and everything, and it's a weird, the whole movie suffers from this, that Olympus Has Fallen doesn't, whereas uh, White House Down is sort of like this, this kind of like, oh, isn't Washington beautiful, and all these... All the history here is so wonderful, and so many amazing people have worked here and done things, and it's just, oh, so great, and oh my god, these terrorists are destroying this beautiful, poetic thing we've built. Mm-hmm. Whereas Olympus Has Fallen is like, there are motherfuckers shooting people in front of me, I'm going to stab them in the head with knives. Yeah. You do not stab other people in front of me, I will scissor <laughs> strangle you. <laughs> scissor strangle? Yeah. Yeah. No. Is that with your legs or yes? Okay, yeah. But yeah, no. That, that was that was my <laughs> that that was my strangest. The strangest thing about it is like I don't understand why he was this weird, soft spoken, effeminate voice guy. Yeah, and it was just like I mean, when they were like, "Okay, Mr. President, like if we're going to survive, you've got to do shit. You can't just be hide behind me." Mm-hmm. And then like I can't buy it now because. I mean, the line that was in the trailer that was equally dumb does not play any better in the movie when he's like, get off my Jordans. Yeah. And it's like, it's terrible. Like I, what? (laughs) It's like when they have his character switch gears and kind of become action president. It's Mm -hmm. like, no. Yeah. You've not, you've not established that this character has even, has even, would it have been more fun if he was just trying to do a straight up Obama impersonation? The weird thing is, is that it's pretty close because they're doing a lot of, similar traits. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the thing yes is, and no. I, I, I think like when he's playing the president, not in peril, he's better. Yeah. And like the second it's in peril, it's like, he almost kind of, he almost gets cowardly. Like you can sense it like sure. on him and then it's, and it's weird. It's like, he doesn't scream. He doesn't, he doesn't go full Chris Tucker in fifth no. element, but I mean, no. it's like, but it's like when he's acting like the president in front of the cameras, it's like, he's kind of, like okay, I could see maybe this guy would get elected, especially if he was running against a dipshit. Yeah, but like, <laughs> like I, I don't know. It's just I can't buy him as the president, and yeah. I, I like Jamie Foxx in so many things. Yeah, and I don't understand. Like, I don't know. It's got to be Roland Emmerich was like play it this way, and it's just dumb. Yeah, it's really dumb. Yeah, and there, there are three specific things I want to talk about just super quick about this movie that that really pissed me off, and I'll be vague about one and sort of specific about the two. This is one of those movies that early on, as it's establishing all the characters and doing all these things and and just having people talk to one another, it is laying out these cliches that as soon as someone says something, you know exactly what is going to come from that. Like, there is a conversation between the president and his wife where the wife is like, you still got that pocket watch? And he's like, oh yeah, I got the thick-ass pocket watch. It's right here next to my heart. I'm like, motherfucker, someone's going to shoot him and it's going to be blocked by that watch. 
Of course. And then, like, Channing Tatum has a, an estranged daughter who won't call him dad, calls him by his first name. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, obviously something will happen by the end of this movie. We should be like, oh, dad, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Who wrote that down on a piece of paper? It was like, this is great. This is such good drama. This has never been done on every television show ever. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then... Well, it is Roland Emmerich, so I know. It's, you know that he's aiming for lowest common denominator yeah. through 90% of that movie. Yeah. But some of that... Like I, I could just... I just know, just seeing his name attached to it, I know exactly how that shit's going to play I, I If there's it, a dog in it, the dog's going to escape somehow miraculously. <laughs> yes, I know, but the, like half the time, it's not it's not so patronizing like this movie was. Oh, this it's like, so I mean, Independence dumb. Day, I don't think, is as strong as when I first saw it. I mean, it's still fun. I mean, it's still got enough spectacle that it's fun. I'm one of the few people I'm still like, I still like Day After Tomorrow. I know. I'm sorry, BJ. But, um, and <laughs> I'm, I must be like one of the only people on the planet who was at least entertained by 2012. Well, didn't we differentiate like, there. But. No, I'm just saying like, I didn't like love it, but I was like, I, when it was over, I was like, that was entertaining. I didn't feel, yeah. I didn't feel dumber. Like I felt dumber watching this movie, especially when you have a fucking badass, crazy, might as well have been diehard movie the same year. Right. And that, that's the thing, is that Olympus has fallen goes balls out crazy, and this movie is just very timid yeah. in what it does. Like, the takeover of the White House in Olympus has fallen is like, holy God, yes, they deserve to take over the White House with this plan they've come up with. Whereas in White House Down, it's like, there are six tattooed rednecks who are defeating every Secret Service agent in the White House, and this is dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that really pissed me off was late in the movie, they, they, rip, they rip off the rock so blatantly badly stupidly and then they cross it with uh the lost world gymnastic bullshit that the kid starts doing late in that movie they they merge these two things together into this moment where it's just i laughed for five straight minutes at how (laughs) fucking dumb this movie was how it slowed down and got just unbelievably stupid i couldn't believe how stupid this was I was like, first, I was pissed off that they're ripping off the rock just blatantly. And then they're mi- when I realized what they were mixing in was this tidbit of this character from earlier in the film. I was like, they have they have just ripped off the worst yep. moment in the Lost World. Yep. Mm. Yeah. It, it basically right. like we always talk about like having a patriotism boner. That's like erectile dysfunction. Yeah, it's that's that bad. Knocked my dick in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah. So in other words. Watch Olympus is falling. Oh God! Yes, yes. A billion just watch times. it again. Yes. Okay. I almost did to cleanse my palate. <laughs> yeah, just watch it and be like, "Hey, I wonder if I've seen Olympus is falling." And then just watch it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See it again for cool. the first time. So speaking of rewatching movies, mm-hmm. I rewatched a couple Christmas classics. Hooray! Santa Christmas. Buddies. No. Santa oh. Buddies. I did not watch Santa Buddies. Okay. Again. But uh, I watched on AMC. Home Alone was on. And I was like, I can't not watch Home Alone now. Was it presented without commercials? No, they had commercials. Yeah. But I, I realized, I realized <laughs> I've talked about how Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is the movie that is most tinged with nostalgia for me. Uh-huh. Uh, I forgot Home Alone takes that crown very easily. Oh, yeah? Because I know Home Alone isn't particularly good, but there are so many sequences in that movie that I cannot help laughing my ass off at. Like, the whole pizza delivery scene where he's rewinding the VHS tape is still fucking hilarious. And Daniel Stern screaming like a little girl when he gets the tarantula <laughs> put on his face and then starts beating beating, <laughs> beating Joe Pesci with the crowbar is, like... The slapstick a, in, that, in, in that is just phenomenal. It's really, really well-executed, stupid humor. 
but I enjoyed it. And I, I can't explain. I know that movie isn't good, but I still enjoy the hell out of it. It's okay. Well, that's where you're like a that. liar. Yeah. It's a great movie. It No, it's, yeah. it's fraught but, but, with I mean, nostalgia. Like, I, I can't even decipher whether it's good or not. Yeah. And, and yeah, like I can't approach it rationally, really. Yeah. But, I, but it was like, it was on AMC and I'm like, I have to watch this. And then it came on after that with like the... It had the trivia track, and I was like, I can't do this. I can't. <laughs> Wait, they ran it again just with the bonus shit on it? Yeah. Okay. Like Right after that, I was like, oh, damn. Does it pop up like the VH1 videos? That no, it's just along the music. bottom. It, but it is kind of like that, but it's along the bottom. But oh. it, it, like uh, Michael Jordan was Macaulay Culkin's favorite basketball player, so that's why he was in the his standee was in the scene where he's sure. trying to pretend there's a party in the house. That makes sense. And it was weird. I was like, man, Michael Jordan hadn't won an NBA title when this movie came out. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah, that movie's good. The second one, not so much. Because and that's it, the, funny the second thing one's is, a I, more of the same sequel. I know, but I remember liking the second one better. I know that's strange. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the, the second one hits every single beat exactly the same. I know. I just think the yeah. setting was better. Like, no. I mean, nah, no, just no. no. All right, no, no. Opinion but, wrong. But either way, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, you're certainly entitled to it. Okay. But I, I just I haven't seen that, that movie for some reason. That movie that movie just stokes that nostalgia more than I realized because mm-hmm. I had not watched it in a good 15 years. So wow, yeah. wow. holy shit! Yeah, how has there been any joy in your life? Without I know. Well, I had a VHS copy, and then I never ended up with a DVD for whatever reason. All so. right, I got you. I think you get like all four of those on Blu-ray for six oh, bucks yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the other movie I watched, other Christmas movie, Gremlins. Of course. Which, oh, the Christmas movie. God, Gremlins is so fucking good. Uh, there, there are still scenes I think could not have been executed better than they're executed in that movie. The the kitchen scene is uh, just when you put a a horror director who knows what the hell they're doing, you get a perfect scene like that, mm-hmm. where he just like there's they build to it so well, like the pacing in that movie and the escalation that it goes through getting to the end of that movie is so freaking good though i realize i don't enjoy the whole gremlins take over the town section as much as i seem to remember enjoying it like because on a filmmaking level that first half of the movie is so freaking good that that part is kind of it feels slap shot and it feels like we shot a bunch of shit and then we edit it together like as if they didn't have a plan or for a sequence of where to go with everything. They're just like, we got gags and we need gags, to get that yeah. gag and that gag and that gag. Yep. And they're still good gags. Mm-hmm. You know, like when the one, the one as is the one gremlin, they turn on the jazz music and then he's sitting there smoking. Like he's like a hard boiled <laughs> detective. And then the other one just comes up and he's doing <laughs> the, <laughs> doing a the little, little show. finger puppets in front of him. <laughs> It's, it's uh, like really when they were jotting down ideas, whoever came up with that was just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but I just think about like physical effects. Mm-hmm. That's why like that movie to me is the single biggest case for special effects. Like the single biggest argument for using physical effects as special effects. Cause when you have guys that can react to like when, when Gizmo, when he first multiplies mm-hmm. and the one is sitting on the desk on the comic books and it just starts expanding and growing and you got like Corey Feldman standing behind there freaking out. Like yeah. you don't get that when it's, when they're just looking at nothing. Yeah. 
and they're trying to imagine the timing of things like when it blows up big and when it kind of shrinks down a little bit you know you just if don't I, if i remember that. too the, the like the from the making of that kind of stuff they didn't run them through what was going to happen yeah so it was like okay this horrific horrific thing is going to happen you react mm-hmm. kind of like the alien chestburster scene yeah it was like something bad's going to go down yeah react to it so you can't do that with cgi you can't say just something is happening mm-hmm. yeah it, like like and and just like I've I've talked about before is when they first show the gremlin chewing on the cookie mm-hmm. that thing is breathing that thing it cocks its ear in the exact way that a real living creature would cock its ear at something it just heard in the background yep. like everything about that one hero puppet is phenomenal and it's a great way to be the first reveal which I still think the only misstep in that entire movie is showing a gremlin for a little bit too long before that mm-hmm. when billy finds him in the after the science lab and that science lab scene too god like ah there's a scene <laughs> after scene that's so perfect like there's four in a row yeah at that point because they have the science lab thing they have billy getting attacked in the like in the first aid room mm-hmm. then they have the mom in the house and then they have the ymca before stripe jumps in the water and yeah. it's like and that's like I couldn't imagine being someone, a kid who's like 10 years old now, never heard of this movie, finds it on cable or something and ends up watching from the start not knowing where anything is going. Yeah. I can't imagine having that experience nowadays. I mean, like... Because every movie we know so much about before it comes out. And and you and I talked about the marketing for that movie, how mm-hmm. they didn't show the gremlins. Yeah. Like they show the back of their heads kind of when they're chasing them out of the, out of the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Yeah. Like, well, the, the movie, if you go into it without knowing much and you, that's how you went into it back then. Cause there just wasn't much revealed about it. That moment when Stripe jumps in the pool and shit just starts going crazy and Billy's just backing up like, Oh God. Yeah. It's like that moment is like, Oh man. Yeah. You know what happens when they get wet and this thing just jumped in a fucking pool. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like you understand the scale the movie is about to go to. Yes. And it's just, it's just like, because it's been a pretty well, small contained little horror movie yeah. up until that point. But then it's just like, oh my God, this is yeah. about to get cray. Yeah. But, <laughs> and, but that's the thing too, is then it turns kind of goofy. Yeah. Because these things are threatening as shit. I mean, like, and there's, there's images like the one blowing up in the frit in the microwave is still great. Mm-hmm. And I love that in the background, the one she, that she stabbed is still twitching and trying to pull the knife out of its chest <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> during yeah. that whole scene. But the one that ends up in the fire with its head burning is mm-hmm. oh, so good. Like so much good horror stuff. Yeah. And like, I also notice that he tilts the camera in all those scenes. Like the camera had been flat, yeah. not messed with at all. And it's all tilted in all of those scenes through the kitchen. Mm-hmm. There's just so much good stuff. Yeah. Great horror movie. I Great Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy watching every Christmas. That and Die Hard, man. Those are the Christmas movies. And Home Alone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not, but, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had to watch those. Sure. It's Christmas. Yep. I'm getting ready. It'll happen very soon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do we want to run through the the triumvirate, the Holy Trinity? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which are? We'll get to it. Okay. All right. Uh, are we ready for emails? Sure. First one up is from Scott, who sent it through the Facebook page. He says, hey guys, recently discovered your podcast and I love it. I listen to it on the train to and from work 
And on more than one occasion, a punter joke has caught me off guard, and I found myself being stared at by other passengers because I was laughing to myself. This taking place in the quiet car, no less. On the bright side, I have a seat to myself more often than I used to. So, my reason for writing. I was listening to the episode about Scorpion King. After the break, you were discussing Google movies. Movies you remember bits of the movie, but not the name of the movie itself. Someone mentioned a movie where a car shoots out of the ground after it was thought to be defeated, and someone else thought it was the movie The Car. I think that's incorrect. In The Car, the movie opens with a wide shot of the desert, and a dust trail appears in the distance as if The Car materialized out of nowhere. The movie ends with The Car going over a cliff as the locals detonate all the dynamite. (laughs) That same footage was used later in an episode of Knight Rider that featured Kit's evil twin Car, along with a voiceover of Car yelling, No! (laughs) as it went over the edge. (laughs) Double spoiler alert. I believe the movie you're thinking of is the horror anthology Nightmares. In the segment mm. called The Benediction, Lance Henriksen plays a priest who loses his faith and winds up being stalked by a demon pickup while driving through the desert. That it's a pickup and not a car might be why it didn't turn up in a Google search. The whole movie is on YouTube for your enjoyment. would love to know if that's what you were thinking of or not. Love the show, guys. So fun to listen to people deconstruct so many of the 80s and 90s flicks I grew up with. I'll leave you with this question. Would you consider a small plastic cinnamon bun a good role model? Oh, God damn it. Crash and burn, <laughs> Scott in Delaware. Hi, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then he links to Delaware. Nightmares, oh. the anthology. Yeah. I, I, without even seeing it, I'm pretty sure that's it. Um, as soon as as soon as he said Lance Hendrickson, I was like, yeah, something about that clicked. I was like, I I didn't think of that before, but Lance Hendrickson and the evil pickup truck yeah. sounds right. Could be. Yeah. I almost got to that one this October. It was on a short list that I didn't get to, but mm. so next year, yeah, maybe. I'm maybe. gonna watch it soon because I need to know for sure. Sure, go for it. I All right, to know. Uh, we got some voicemails. We, we do. got another email, but I'll read it after these. Okay. okay. Looks like we have three voicemails. That's great. Let's play a voicemail. Hello, Bumblecast Movie Podcast. I apologize for Ghost Dog Movie. It was it was very bad. You should now watch American Psycho Two. It is it is almost almost a movie. Very good. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mila Kunis. No. <laughs> Has anyone ever tried to watch that movie? No. I tried, yeah. Jesus Christ, that movie is terrible. Yeah, it's got Shatner in it, too. Man. Oh, my God. I made it through like 20 or 30 minutes. I was like, fuck, yeah. no. There is so much from the era of, let's just make a sequel to stuff. Yep. Oh. Without anyone involved whatsoever. Yeah. Well, and the, like the way they try to link it to the first one is so dumb. Yep. So dumb. It's just, ugh. And doesn't it kind of ruin some of the ambiguity of the oh, first absolutely one? It does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it totally yeah. does. Yeah, that that's, it's like morons watch, watch the first one and we're like, yeah, it's about a movie about a guy killing people. Let's make more of that. Ah. Yeah. So in other words, somebody who didn't get it decided to make right. a sequel to yeah. it. But I mean, yeah, like it'd be a Fight Club sequel where it's just dudes hitting each other and then like nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> and like the I'd lead character that. is yeah. the the son of Brad Pitt. And it's like, yeah. uh, no. Tyler becomes a professional <laughs> boxer. Yeah. Goes legit. Yeah. <laughs> Fights old Robert De Niro. <laughs> oh, no. Wait a minute. Oh, no, right. no. That was a good voicemail. <laughs> but yeah, so no, we're not watching. No, I, sorry. Uh, we that's, tried. One of, that's one of the few movies I turned off. Like, I don't yeah. turn yeah. off movies very often. No, you don't. 
All right. <laughs> so, I turn on. Two more voicemails. All right. Hey, BMF guys. Uh, it's Mike from Pittsburgh. Um, I had an idea. Uh, you, you guys don't talk about your personal lives that much. I think Chuck has kids. The rest of you don't. But if you've watched the Disney Channel recently, uh, you've probably seen uh, a show called Good Luck Charlie, which is a family sitcom like every other show on the Disney Channel. And playing the goofy dad on this show is a guy named Eric Allen Kramer. And if you've seen the show, you may have thought, this guy is a great sitcom dad, but he's also an imposing physical presence. He has a great quality of leadership and uh, inspirational inspiration about him. And I would like to see how this guy does as an action star. Wow, you have two options in that case. You could watch 1988's The Incredible Hulk Returns, which you somehow left out of your Before Marvel Cared series, in which Eric Allen Kramer plays four or you could also watch Ator the Invincible, which is the fourth in the Ator series. The first one was also called Ator the Invincible. This fourth movie is also sometimes called Ator 3, the Hobgoblin, or Quest for the Mighty Sword. Either way, it features Eric Allen Kramer as Ator, the bargain basement version of Conan, and I think it really uh, sums up what Ator is all about. Thank you, and best wishes. Out. I think Mike just wanted to say Ator a bunch. So the fourth one sums up what Ator is all about. Well, you know. (laughs) Finally. Sometimes it takes a few movies to really figure out your character. To really sort of sell what this Ator... So wait, so the first one and the fourth one have the same name? Apparently. (laughs) So it's like a video game series almost. So the fourth one is the Ator. (laughs) All right. I don't know. Hey, uh, Fantasy Month. Sure. Ator. Sure, we'll, let's do it. We can get some Ator up in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fantasy? I don't know. Yeah. Huh? I'm trying to think of what fantasy month is going to be. Fantarch. <laughs> <laughs> farch. <laughs> the farch. <laughs> the farch. Welcome to the farch. <laughs> How to recognize bad movies from very far. Away. Yeah. <laughs> Harlow gets it. I got right. it. I was with you. Yep. So... <laughs> Let's do another voicemail. Yeah, let's do that next voicemail. <laughs> These are great. Hey, BMF Cast, this is Sunny California saying, I admire the balls on you guys. One podcast, you're talking about the prison industrial complex and repeat offenders. The next, you're talking about the controversial topic of ninja uniform colors. Takes balls. Keep at it. This is why you're one of my fucking favorite podcasts on the entire internet. Now for a bad note. Harlow, I'm kind of disappointed in you. Do you really sometimes vote just to balance out the votes. Don't ba- vote to balance out the votes. Vote from your heart. Always vote with your conscience. That way you'll never regret your vote. Remember that, citizen. Sunny California out. <laughs> I'm Sunny California, inventor of the fair rating system. <laughs> always vote with your heart. Mm-hmm. No, I don't I don't generally try to always cancel Chuck out. That one was just funny because I knew I was going to have to. I don't understand. I, I didn't change my rating. That fucking buddy's movie. Well, then was why'd terrible. you say it like that? <laughs> because it's funny. I gotta cancel it. Chuck out. Well, it, I did have to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there was the, no choice. The Chuck integrity of the show is saved. I had to, and I was going to, and so therefore I did. <laughs> it's just two birds, one stone, yeah. man. Not only did he cancel you out, he went with his heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. His heart said, "Fuck those buddies." Yeah. <laughs> Or something like that. Yeah, I that's... I don't want to see I, that movie. No. That's a bad movie. <laughs> we fuck buddies. Fuck yeah. buddies, yeah. Fuck buddies is... <laughs> oh. uh, get on it, porn pull, industry. Pull <laughs> no. Do not get Do on not. it, porn no. industry. <laughs> what? <laughs>
I don't want to be part of the porn yeah. industrial complex I'm sure in that there's, capacity. Hmm. I'm sure there's one produced in Serbia that... Yeah. Uh, Ew. All right. Gross. Last one's from email. Speaking of Serbia. Yeah. Uh, it, no. Okay. It's actually, that has nothing to do with it. That's a terrible segue. <laughs> I know. Speaking of Serbia. <laughs> this is going to go bad. Last one's from Pierre. Hello, Pierre. says, happy holidays, Banffcast. Uh-huh. Hey, guys. I got a bit of a holiday-themed question for you. What's your favorite Christmas or holiday movie slash franchise? <laughs> for my money, it's Die Hard. The first two do take place during the holidays, and the first two Home Alones are pretty good, too. Huh. Since I'm on vacation and won't be able to catch you guys until mid-January or so, I'd like to wish a happy holiday season slash happy new year to all of you. Keep up the awesome work and see you guys in 2014. Pierre. I should have read that before I talked about my holiday movies. It would have been a good segue. It would have. Because your answers are going run. to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Die Hard, mm-hmm. I think, is still. But uh, Gremlins, I don't know if that counts as a Christmas franchise. It's, yeah. Well, because not a franchise, sec- no. but Because uh, that's what kind of what he asked. Did of, he? Uh, of Christmas franchise? Because, yeah. I mean, that's really... That's hard. That's yeah. Die Hard 1 and okay. 2. Okay, he does say Christmas yeah. or holiday movie uh, slash okay. franchise. Yeah. So, so, yeah, Gremlins for me. 100% Gremlins. Yeah. Yeah. Gremlins uh, and Die Hard. Die please. Hard's my my one movie if I had to pick one, but then, I mean, I always end up watching A Christmas Story. Uh, generally end up watching at least part of Vegas, uh, Christmas Vacation. Not Vegas Vacation. That wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, and Makes sense. That movie's all right. Well, <laughs> Christmas movie. I watched Christmas Vacation last year, and I'd forgotten how anecdote-like it is. Like, there's a lot of, all right, here's a skit. Yeah, oh, very much, yeah. Like, like, I had kind of forgotten that. Like, there's not a real big plot line through that movie. No. no. I mean, it's still, the thing is, kind of just vacation. a bunch of skits tacked together with a general Basically. plot. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that yeah. every movie? A bunch of skits well, tacked together? Not to that totally. extent. I, I'm but, just but saying. But at least the skits are funny. Yeah. Those are part one. of something that generally happens around Christmas. At some point, I usually see all or most of the Christmas story in Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Elf. then I try to catch Love, actually, because, yeah, me. Yeah, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's it's on the table now. I'm not even hiding it anymore. Sure. Right. It's out there. Since the big yeah. reveal yeah. three years ago or whatever. Um, <laughs> big reveal. <laughs> um, Starring the Walking Dead's Andrew Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. That's the one point that I'm like, fuck me. Yeah. I did not even think about that. Mm-hmm. That guy's British. He is. He sure <laughs> is. Um, Coral. <laughs> Coral. With him doing his southern accent. His terrible southern accent. Coral. 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 Protect you, Coral. Coral. Come Coral. with me, Coral. Sorry. I'm doing things. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. But yeah, That's Home funny. Alone. It, uh, go ahead. No, we can debate the merits of the second one, but first one's great. The second one is if you want to watch Home Alone in a different setting, and yeah. Harlow likes the setting better. I like Die Hard too. Is if you want to watch Die Hard in a different setting. Yep. Yeah. It's an airport. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, my thing is like if you take like I don't mind a more of the same sequel if the original sequel or the original story is good. Yeah. If I want to see slightly different, that's fine. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Die Hard too. I don't have a problem with it. People are like, "It's the same movie." I'm like, "Fuck it's it's, it's, it's more it's Die Hard. More die hard. <laughs> Fuck you." Dude, it has like, the, do you realize what li- world you live in? Yeah. That there's there's Die Hard, and then more Die and Hard. And it has the ejector seat scene. Fuck. It's got snowmobile chase. He kills die a guy too. with an icicle. Why does he? <laughs> Fuck hate? you. And he's grossed out after he does it too. He's like, <laughs> "Oh God, <laughs> I can't believe I did that." <laughs> Why do people hate that movie? I don't know. I don't get it? There's yeah. people it's, who despise it. Three still better, but fuck, Die Hard two still good. Yeah. yeah. I also, um, I, I 
never really noticed the pattern until last year, but usually I end up accidentally watching one of those shitty Hallmark Christmas like uh, your father's beating me for Christmas and we have to escape or whatever whatever that oh Bing Crosby Christmas <laughs> that's my favorite one too I'll yeah. beat you yeah. for Christmas oh I generally end up seeing one of those and blue just, Christmas. just it's a Christmas I'll coal mine miracle blue. something like that <laughs> yeah and that's probably actually one of them like yeah. it, they, they're Christmas the ridiculous coal thing like, <laughs> yeah like you I'm pretty sure I saw one where it's the coal miners yeah. get trapped on Christmas it's right. like Please, Santa, gonna, rescue the coal miners. Even though Lethal Weapon takes place at Christmas, it doesn't work for me. Like, like it somehow has not entered my Christmas lexicon. Ooh, kiss, kiss, bang, bang, I was going to say Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang yeah. would make a good Christmas movie. I watched it over well, the summer. It was like, yeah. this Lethal is, Weapon takes place like L.A.? Yeah. yeah. It's that so, weird L.A. Christmas. Where so it's yeah, watch it's, Iron it, Man 3 now. It, it's yeah. not that. Yeah. L.A. isn't, there's no Christmas in L.A. I know, but that's like, that's why he uses it, because it's like, it's normal L.A., just with Christmas decorations. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's so weird. It's yep. a great setting. Yep. So, yeah, Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're good. Except when they're not. Except when they're Hallmark ones. Or starring Hulk Hogan. <laughs> they're interesting, yeah. those Hallmark ones. Yeah. At least I don't watch the Lifetime Network Christmas, which is, you know, like my husband is doing drugs and... No, those are usually the ones like the Christmas shoes, where it's like, oh, these oh, shoes. Oh, no. The Christmas watch. Yeah. This are they watch. always accessories? Oh, the Christmas there, shoes. There's oh, always, it's always some the kind gift of, of the Magi. Yeah, yeah, it's always, yeah, it's just. 90 retellings. I sold Someone's my ovaries abused. for your cancer mm-hmm. medication, but I sold my cancer for your <laughs> <laughs> birth control. I don't know. <laughs> and now your baby has cancer. Right. <laughs> cancer baby. So A Hallmark Lifetime with that collaboration. Christmas message. <laughs> cancer buddies. Yes. God damn it. Uh, with uh, that Christmas message. Yep. Yes. Uh, Peace on earth, everyone. Yeah, we, uh, we're taking next week off. O-P-E. Mm-hmm. We are? Well, so, it's Christmas. Uh, yeah. So we're going to celebrate. You're getting nothing for <laughs> yeah. Christmas. We're you guys can celebrate, that. too, that we're gone yep. yeah. for a week. <laughs> I'll celebrate. You guys can yeah. celebrate, too. So, Watch a movie um, with your loved ones. So whenever, it, I don't know if we'll take the next week after that off, but we'll have Golden Jocks probably next episode, I'd guess. The next episode, yes. yeah. Yeah, we're going to discuss. Yeah. We'll make, try we'll to figure make some it out. plans. We got some plans. Yeah, we'll figure it out, though. Some, some talkings. But yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Contact information? <laughs> Get on the website. Just yeah. get on the website. That's yeah. it. Merry yep. fucking Christmas. Mamcast.com. <laughs> the buttons. I mean, our mer- gift to you. I mean, generally, Merry, merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Yeah. Garfield phone 9105 Jack's BMF. Funky Shockicon and everything else, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have a funky Kwanzaa. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Whatever you decided to do. Merry funky yeah. Shockicon, everybody. Happy Boxing Day. Yeah. And Wang Chung yourself. Merry yeah. Festivus. Hell yes. <laughs> and Hanukkah's already over, so. Yep. Oh, is it? Damn it. Yeah. All right, well. Way over. Hanukkah came way early this year. Did it? Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And to all a good night. <laughs>